This is a Danger Entertainment podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Please note that any comments, jokes, questions, maybe, anything that we say on the History of Bad Ideas is all in good fun. And remember, we insult everybody. Our thoughts, opinions, questions, anything else, actions that we do on the show do not reflect any of our employers, organizations, advertisers, or anyone else that is associated with the history of bad ideas. And remember, at the end of the day, it's just a joke. You have bad ideas. Episode number 264. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. I'm Blake. I'm Jim. Yay, we're all back. Yay. Jim, you look a whole lot better than scab Jim. Oh. He's very scabby. <laughs> and bald. You're not bald because you just have a hat. So yes, it works I have a out hat. Well. So welcome back. We're all here. Yay. Uh, everybody have a good weekend. Good week. Well, yeah. the weekend sucked. Uh, Why the weekend suck? Being stranded at home all weekend long. You don't like leaving. Yeah, the but I ma- like the option of leaving. <laughs> the snowmageddon. Yes, here in Cincinnati, we really didn't get much, but we got no, a lot of ice. We got a lot of ice and really low temperatures. Yeah, low enough that Jason complained it was too cold. I did. The roads were ridiculously bad Saturday night from around oh ten thirty till about. 4 a.m. Really? Yeah. Okay. So people were trying to get into and from the bar. It was it was a it was a disaster. <laughs> so uh, out here in the country, uh, in the Bob Studios, uh, the roads were not good uh, until about uh, about noon or so on Sunday. Uh, they do a good job actually out here, but once you get to some of the roads, they just they just didn't do as well because there's not as much traffic out here. Did you have to bunker yourself in because people started rioting and looking and foraging for food? Uh, I said, "Follow me to freedom," and I had a torch, and uh, people followed me. Uh, no, hell no! I closed up the moat, dr- pulled up the drawbridge, said, "Fuck you all! You can all die." Uh, no, I mean, I, I went to the grocery store on Thursday like I usually do. Uh, and I had, we had plenty of groceries. You already had your 75, uh, pound container of rice, ma- uh, macaroni and <laughs> cheese from Costco that never goes bad. That's right. With the rest of the doomsday preppers. That is right. Did you buy your eight gallons of milk? No. Oh. Uh, we actually have three gallons of milk because that's how much my kids go through. Well, they are kids. <laughs> yeah, correct. Well, so well, if you have no kids, why are you buying milk? You should be buying beer. 
or hard alcohol. Uh, I had a, my wife no and offense, I had lots of beer, but Oreos don't taste that good dipped in beer. They're actually pretty disgusting. Well, maybe if you get a good, like, uh, chocolate porter. Uh, I don't like chocolate porters. <laughs> that could be thick enough. <laughs> we, uh, we, we really don't have cookies in our house, except for when my parents come over and they just bring a shit ton of gr- uh, crap um, because they bring groceries to everybody. Have you seen what Oreo has released the this qu- past week? The quadruple stuffed? The most stuffed Oreos. I mean, How big is that? Huge. <laughs> For, for all who, our listeners, that was good, Jim. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> that was we're we're not <laughs> we don't have video yet. <laughs> for uh, everybody out there, I did this. Good job, good job. <laughs> the problem is, the filling is probably the least important part of the Oreo. You th- you think? I do. You like the I chocolate? The, I think it's the most. Disturbing part of the Oreo because that's all pure sugar. The the cookie part is what I the think. The cookie is part the best. is good. A little bit of frosting or, or icing or filling or whatever you want to call it is good. But double stuffs, maybe as a kid I liked them, but now they're just way too much. And then a quadruple or whatever they call that is ridiculously just How, I can't they, believe they Jeff bigger. is saying something is too sweet. <laughs> I, I did not say too sweet, I said too much. They Can't were, believe Jeff said some food is too much. Yeah, they, they were bigger than moon pies. <laughs> oh, moon pies are disgusting. The I, snowballs are good. The pink ones. Moon pies are great. I love like, like whatever that marshmallow fluff. Marshmallow fluff in between two pieces of styrofoam. Oh. Or no, styrofoam <laughs> in between two pieces of cardboard is what it is. <laughs> moon pies are disgusting. Jeff, you're a big moon pie fan, weren't you? I thought not really. I thought you said in a previous podcast you. I like them. Okay. I mean, I don't think they're disgusting. So how big is the Oreo? Is it triple the double stuff? Okay, thanks, Jim, for the size. Again. They're that big. Uh, is it double the Did they say how big? Like double the size? It's at least a double double oh, stuff. Man. Oh, my God. No, it's more than that. I'd say at least. I mean, I just. I mean, you know, on a break, Jason, go ahead and look it up. I'll look you it know, up then you'll Then you'll see what we're talking about. Or we can fill the time while you're looking it up here on the podcast. By oh, talking about the Curse of Oak Island? Yes, we can do that too. Go ahead. What's going I on? I was going to maybe island? talk about the masked singer. <laughs> no, that's that's not that. No. <laughs> Who got eliminated on the masked singer? Singer this week, Terry Bradshaw. Oh, I think it's on tonight, isn't it? On it's Tuesday? on Wednesdays. Wednesdays. Okay. Mm-hmm. Have you watched? Yes. Is it bad? It. Uh, some of the performances are okay. I mean, the best part of this past week was they brought Joel McHale on as a guest judge, mm-hmm. and he's a lot funnier than anybody else on there. Did you know that he's up for a Razzie, and we'll talk about the Razzies, for Happy Ta- Time Murders as a supporting actor? Hmm. I did not know he was in Happy Time Murders. Oh, he was in it. I haven't seen it, but he was in it. Sorry. No, do you know the thing that disturbs me the most about the Masked Singer other, is the fact that in all the previews, they have all those jackass judges going, Oh, my God! Oh, my God! Who is this? I have to know! I'm like, you really think Terry Bradshaw can really sing that well, or... Antonio Brown or whatever. Or Tommy Chong. I mean, aren't they all, like, assisted by uh, auto-tune? No, they, they're actually singing. Oh, wait a minute. That's real music today. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> actually, uh, Terry Bradshaw wasn't awful this week. Really? Uh, I, I didn't see Did he sing a country song? What song did he sing? He did sing a country song. Yeah. I don't remember. Uh, all My Exes Live in Texas. I think it was a Florida Georgia Line song. I don't know any Florida Georgia Line yeah, songs. That, that kind of makes sense. He's from, the Lu- he's from Louisiana. Yeah. 
So, you know, um, yeah. So it, it wasn't bad, but the other people were better. Like the lion was much better, and uh, <laughs> the, the lion, the peacock. <laughs> Do they have really? a llama from Basada no. Geek? She's on. And no, no stork though. Oh, no stork. Well, obviously. <laughs> They'll take the good one from that couple. Yeah, really. How come every time you say stork, I always think of the big long-legged thing from Robin Hood, the cartoon. Because uh, that's what he was. I know. I just picture that. <laughs> or that's what he was disguised as. Yes. I I, sorry. That's what. Yeah. With a baby in a diaper hanging from his beak, and a pickle. <laughs> and a pickle. Normally, what I think of is somebody going, "What the hell are you supposed to do? <laughs> what the hell are you supposed to do, you moron?" <laughs> so I like uh, the commercial I've seen in the Mass Singer. Like Blake has said, you know, the guests, the judges are like. Could it oh be? Could it be Justin Bieber? Could it be you know Mick Jagger? No, because they're not doing this show. No. <laughs> they're not doing it. I mean, th- their guesses are, for the most part, pretty ridiculous because they're guessing like famous people who would have no want or desire to be on the show. Correct. Is Octomom on it? Octomom. That do, would be cool. I do not believe not. she's on. <laughs> you know, they do have a list of everybody that's on the show. I know. Okay. But that would take away from it if you know ahead of time. Yes, because this is a very serious con- uh, show. Well, yeah, it is. Yeah, and Joey Fat one's <clears throat> going to win. Ooh, is Joey Fatone in there? You ruined it. <laughs> Peyton Manning is one of them. No, he's not. He's not? No. I heard he was. Yeah, he sings the Nationwide convert- commercial. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't guess who it was. <laughs> He just comes on. Is that Serrano from Major League? Nope. Try again. Yeah, he comes on in a big uh, Pikachu uh, <laughs> costume, and he says, Nationwide is on your side. <laughs> they go like, oh, my God, it's Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> discount double check. Because <laughs> he's just doing the discount double check thing the entire time. Aaron Rodgers would be off tune a lot, just like his throws are. Uh, sorry. Oh, he's the best. No, he's not. Fuck no. you. Have you had enough time to look up what you're looking up yet, Jason? I completely forgot what we were looking up. All you right. were looking up the Oreo. <laughs> <laughs> the most stuffed. It's not even spelled correctly. We're teaching all these children how to spell stuffed incorrectly. Okay, let's go well, well, move on to Oak Island well, now spell- that Jason's looking this up. Man, uh, you know, I'm really upset that I'm missing a new episode of Oak Island every time I have to come here. <laughs> I'm just going to start staying at home. <laughs> or the first hour, I'm just going to have to watch the episode of, of the uh, in the blue room. And then I'll join you. You do realize that the done. first hour of Oak Island done. is they just rehash what they did last week, right? Yes. Okay. I, I had I had fun explaining this to people. I, I met with the uh, other furloughed workers on Friday for a lunch at Hofbrau House, where he proceeded to get drunk and bitch about the government. And uh, uh, the funny part was, I, I we started talking about Oak Island, and and I started telling them about it. And you know, I have new converts, but however, the funny thing was is like uh, they had the same thing. With the um, hunting Hitler, yeah, you know, basically where your five-minute segment starts off with about a minute and a half of rehashing what you just watched before commercials of the other five-minute segment, and the last thirty seconds of the five-minute segment is basically previewing of what you're going to see in the next five-minute segment, which is after the minute and a half of what they just previewed again and what you're going to see, and then you actually only see like a minute or minute and a half of new material. Uh, yep. Let's yeah. see here. Hold on. Oreos. But, however... Okay. <laughs> they are finding some neat stuff on Oak Island. I know we talked about bobbits and all that kind of fun stuff last <laughs> week. But can you imagine being the guy... You know, this the 90-foot stone, which has the code that they found at 90 feet below sea level at every 10 feet increments where they had wooden logs where they think were the 
treasure was buried back in the 1800s or late, late yeah, eight, early 1800s, 17, 1800s. late 1700s. Can you imagine they put that rock up there in uh, FDR's time when he was a kid, you know, in into the uh, a bookbinder shop in the window in order to try and generate interest and revenue for people to come and look for this stuff. Can you imagine being the guy that the, you know, probably you took the shop over and there's this rock in front of it and you're like, well, you know what? I could use that to beat leather and bindings on and proceed to do that for 20 years. And people come around going, Hey, where's this rock? Or 200 years later, where's this rock you find it and is like completely smooth because some asshole has been beating leather on it for the past <laughs> 50 years. When you need a tool and it works, you use it. That's why Blake's on the show. Have they used? <laughs> have they used the? Uh, so they work. Have they l- used the leather? The uh, latest laser uh, imaging on the stone yet? Yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not even sure that however, is the right stone. However, the initials LN might actually be AL. Ooh. That's what they've determined. Al Al was there. Al, yes. It was an American League stone? Yes. You know, they, they were hoping for the same breakthrough that they used that technology on the, uh, the rocks at Stonehenge. But unfortunately, like everything else on this TV show, it <laughs> didn't fucking work. So the most, Ore- most stuff Oreo is uh, three, times the so- three times the cream. Of a regular Oreo or a double stuff? Double stuff. Three times a double stuff. Uh, and they said most So pe- that's six times the normal. The tagline is most cream ever. That's what she said. That's what Ron Jeremy says. And <laughs> Peter North. Oh, good call. Those, those things are like ropes. <laughs> that's, that's, called a, that's called a tease for the news story later. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, it's a very odd news stories this week. <laughs> Thanks, Blake. Uh, they said people are complaining because they can only eat two to three without being basically filled. <laughs> I thought before they got sick. Well, that's another thing. <laughs> or got diabetes type 2. Diabetes. There's actually a website, an Instagram, I'm sorry, food account, the Junk Food Isle, that posted a viral photo of a stack of what they claim were the two most stuffed Oreos. <laughs> I guess this was getting released, like, you know, people were freaking out. And it did come out, it uh, came out. And this thing is, it looks disgustingly bad. It like does. the cream. It, it does. I mean, when you get the double stuffed, you're you're like you're like the li- at the limit of enjoying the Oreo cookie. I think. So here's what we need. Okay, I'll go ahead and eat some this week. You do that, <laughs> and our job for Scott from do, uh, do it in the bar with a control group and an experimental group. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to take two and put them together. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just had my calories for the day. <laughs> so here's next th- week. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, got my lard intake I for the day. Why you guys keep limiting your calories? <laughs> <laughs> hey, simmer down, plateau. Did you gain any weight? I haven't weighed myself. And when did the Wii U first come out? Or I'm sorry, the Wii uh, Fit first come out? <laughs> <laughs> Where we celebrated that he wasn't uh, morbidly obese. <laughs> So it's been about 10 years. Have you been to the doctor for physical? I got on the Wii. <laughs> <laughs> Told me I'm fine. <laughs> the doctor's taken my weight, but I haven't. I don't know what it is. He's like, nope, don't tell me. <laughs> the nurse is like, well, Mr. Now, you're up. Nope, nope, don't want to know. <laughs> la, la, la. <laughs> <laughs> no, when you first got on the Wii Fit and Mario's like, you's a big. <laughs> <laughs> Luigi, look at this man. <laughs> He's so fat. 
He's not jumping over any turtles. <laughs> I can he, over jump a turtle. I don't know. He, is, that. he is in the obstacle course. So. <laughs> Uh, is that a fat joke? No, it's, <laughs> okay. it's, it's a plateau joke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Jeff, since you won't weigh yourself, this is the year of the plateau. That's what we're dubbing it. I want you to, every week, since you won't weigh yourself, I just want you to feel, when you come in here on Tuesdays, do you feel like you gained weight? From last week? Yes. No. Okay, so you evened. Do you feel like you lost weight? No. Congratulations, <laughs> this is your plateau week. You'd plateaued this so, week. So I, I win. Well, the year's over then, huh? Yeah, you know. <laughs> Did you have a heart attack? No. Then you're good. Okay. But he's eating 47 packs of Pez today. <laughs> and two packs of Double Most Stuff Oreos. <laughs> uh, this week's episode is sponsored by Most Stuff Oreo. <laughs> when you need a defibrillator with your snack. Uh, please pay us, Nabisco. Ka-ching. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I did get to watch, um, the, my wife and I watched the Fire documentary on uh, Netflix this week. Uh, it was, they have a Hulu one. Yeah, they didn't they have competing documentaries. <laughs> yes, they were supposed to both come out Friday. Hulu said, fuck you, and they came out Tuesday last week. What? Burn. <laughs> Hulu uh, did a more economic, like, when it affected the, um, the actual millennials and the economic system. Mm. Uh, Netflix did a little bit more towards the actual um, the show itself, the Fire Festival. Basically, this douchebag Billy and Ja Rule, which I never thought I would hate Ja Rule more than I already did. And then I saw the documentary and I fucking hate that man. Um, <laughs> Are we all right? You know what? In the fucking show, because they had a lot of video from behind the scenes. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck you. You're all right. They're Are we all right? They're showing Half Past Dead? Pretty much. Um, <laughs> the show was Half Past Dead. But basically, the Netflix one, they went through the advertising firm Fuck Jerry, which I would never hire an advertising firm that was called Fuck Jerry. <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> doomed yeah, for failure. Why do we hate Jerry? <laughs> that was the name of it. So they actually uh, worked with them. Uh, the Hulu one actually worked with Billy, the douchebag that got arrested that was in charge of it all and swindled people out of money. Um, that's not allegedly. He went to jail six years. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, it, it started, basically, they bought this island, in theory, in the Bahamas that was owned by Pablo Escobar. And they were going to build... <laughs> that's your first problem. <laughs> that was Pablo Escobar was Is owning it. in jail or pre-jail? Pre, <laughs> I don't know. So the whole idea was that they were making a fire app, uh, an app uh, under their fire brand. Basically, Ja Rule was trying to get them to... Um, basically, you could book celebrities through this app, which actually was genius. I kind of like that idea. Like, if you if yeah. if you had money or, you know, you want to do it for a birthday party, you know, an expensive birthday celebrities party. Celebrities throughout what their going rate is. Correct. And book them through the app. It's pretty smart. So they thought, let's do a party. So they got this island, and then this was in 2016, 2017, and they booked all these supposed name brand, you know, these big names. Unfortunately, the biggest name was Blink-182. That's not a good sign. I like Blink-182. I don't. I'm not going to Bahamas for this. So they sold it as, they had these models basically advertise it, and basically it was for $10,000, $4,000. I think $3,000 was the cheapest. You know, $250,000, you can get a, a mansion on the island to, you know, go to this thing. Well, the first mistake, real quick, was uh, they said, the guy that basically leased them the island said, 
do not mention this is Pablo Escobar's island. This was because for some reason they just didn't want that known. The owners. The first video that they released was on an island owned by Pablo Escobar. And literally the next day they said, you no longer have the island. Good, good luck. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they had to find another one. Anyways, long story short, this guy Too basically late. was swindling people. The millennials. What was he doing to them? Swindling. Shut up. Swindling? Swindling. <laughs> I'm having a stroke. The millennials got there and basically there was no cabanas. There was no houses. Uh, there was no yachts. Uh, it was tents that were used in the hurricane relief from years ago and air mattresses. And then basically they had no place to go because the plane, they didn't book people out of there with the planes. So it was the, it was, it was hilarious. Basically though, the funny thing is that they kept this Billy guy kept getting more and more money from these investors. And there was one woman that was basically really believed in him and kept giving him millions of dollars. And this is literally five days before the event. Everybody knew this was not going to go off well because they had nothing, no infrastructure, nothing. And she, he's like, I think if you give me three to four million, I think we could get this done. And she does. <laughs> and it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? So it is a fascinating documentary. It's really well done. And it's hilarious just to see these rich people just spending, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars and then getting there. And the best part is everybody said, well, the first 12 hours were hell, but it was daylight. And then the night came and it just became Mm -hmm. burning tents and everything. Rioting. Yes. Uh, So they said it was was just Lord of the Flies in there. And the best part is Ja Rule, who had no idea this was going to happen, even though he was on the island the whole time. Um, And he thought Billy swindled him. The best part is they're on this press, this, uh, conference call at the uh, business a couple days afterwards. And he's like, we just do it again. We do it better next time. We learn from our mistakes. It's not like anybody fucking died. I don't know why everybody's making a big deal about it. (laughs) Uh, Because the guy that was in charge just swindled $35 million out of people (laughs) and faked it. So it's a great Sounds like a good retirement plan. Let's Uh, start planning our fire. the, The problem was... He didn't get to a country with no extradition before it took ah, place. We need to do this in Venezuela. The, the I felt bad, though, because the people in, of the Bahamas, the workers there, they did about $250,000 worth of work. Like, they were working 24 hours a day. They got screwed out of money. The restaurant, the caterer got screwed out of money. She said she lost all of her life savings. She was making a 1,000 meals a day for the workers. But then the thing is, though, he, they kept people kept asking for the money, like the vendors, and he's like, "It's coming, it's coming." And I'm like, mm, "I think I would be, uh, yeah, I'm done. Have a good day." Wait, so he kept on getting these millions of dollars from these investors, and he wasn't even at least paying the no, the daily no. Everybody pretty much every vendor pretty much lost money. So where did he hide all the money? Uh, he was basically blowing through it with materials, uh, coke. <laughs> who knows? Uh, and he basically was. I think he had some too. Pablo but, took his cut, but but the best part is, like I said, it was funny to watch like the millennials go to Lord of the Flies at the end. Twelve hours of you know not getting what they want. It's like they're destroying. Oh my the, god, they're like, destroying the conch and chasing down Piggy. <laughs> yes, they had a rock over something. Did they break his glasses? Yeah. Uh, it is a very interesting and great, uh, well done documentary. So I highly recommend it. Sure, and it makes you feel better about yourself. What's yeah. it called? Fire. F-Y-R-E. F-Y-R-E. Fire. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the Hulu one is called Fire Fraud. 
is the Hulu one. Uh-huh. Um, I have not seen it. Again, like I said, if you want to hate Ja Rule more than you already do, definitely watch it. Definitely watch it. What mm-hmm. if you want to like him? You're not going to watch okay. this then. No, you know what, Jim? Go ahead and watch it. Go ahead and watch <laughs> it. If you want to like him, watch Half Past Dead. You all right? No. <gasps> we are. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Ja Rule. And when, Steven Seagal. When Steven Seagal is a better actor than you, yeah, that's yeah. an issue. <laughs> you know, Jeff's impersonation was uh, spot on. I knew immediately who it was without him having to tell me who it was. <laughs> I'm Ja Rule. Ah! Oh, that's a good one. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Thank you. You sounded like he was in the Budweiser commercials. Yeah. What's <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh, sorry. Frog. What's ah! Oh, no, that wasn't a frog. That was the... <laughs> <laughs> wow. That no. was the Bud Light... Bud... Okay, none of us can get this right. (laughs) No, at the beginning of it, they went in different lines. And then at the end, they started doing it in order. Wise. 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 Anyways, uh, anybody see that Ghostbusters 3 is happening without Melissa McCarthy? I think everyone saw that. And without uh, Leslie Leslie Jones. Jones. Yeah, I saw it definitely without Leslie Jones. (laughs) Blake, please explain. What did Leslie Jones say? Uh, that sounds like something Trump would do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, but, but Ivan Reitman's but son is make is yeah, directing. Jason Reitman. Yeah. And well, listen, to be fair, uh, Ivan Reitman, the original mm-hmm. Ghostbusters, you know, with Bill Murray and um, Aykroyd. Aykroyd. And which, Hudson. Yeah, which, which makes an awful lot of sense. And then, if that is your dad's legacy, and then you see the horrible train wreck in POS that was recently released with said actress, Leslie Jones. And you're the son of Ivan Reitman. And he said, you know what? I want to do something in my uh, dad's footsteps and make a lot of money, by the way, because I know it'll, people will go watch it regardless. Oh, it'll make a ton of money. Uh, why not? I go doubt it'll do be it. all why, that good, why, why is she pissed off that they're rebooting? I mean, that's what Hollywood does. Because they thought does. it was a franchise? Because that's what Hollywood does. Because they're ignoring the Ghostbusters female remake? Who cares? And like she does. Did, didn't they ignore the original? Well, like Jeff and they I said, rebooted from the original. The women in it did nothing wrong. No, the actresses did nothing wrong. No, no, no. Well. Kristen Wiig, Kristen Wiig did up. Okay, nobody talks about Kristen Wiig. Oh. The other three <laughs> did fine. The problem was the writing was horrible. Yeah, I mean it was it was embarrassingly bad. I saw about twenty minutes of the movie last week. Mm-hmm. It's the first time I've seen anything from it, and it was horrendous. It was. I mean, and, and honestly, there was very little Kristen Wiig. She d- did very little in the scene I saw. Oh wow! Okay, um, like Kate McKinnon was bad, Ooh. and I like Kate McKinnon. I won't say she was bad. I mean, the, it was. Yeah. I mean, the character was awful. Well, again, I think that goes back to the writing. It though. is, yeah. I mean, and the plot. There was not that you really need a plot. It's ghost, but it was not good. It was not well done. Um, well, when half your jokes don't land, you're in trouble for a mm-hmm. comedy. Hemsworth mm-hmm. is in it, though. And he wasn't that good in it. I, I uh, Nobody shot in, shot in a sink, though. No, that I think that's the problem. That's why I it mean, failed. Yep. Yeah, if you're going to have, uh, oh, what's her name on there? Uh, Molly. Melissa McCarthy? Yeah, <laughs> Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> Molly McCarthy. Yeah, if you're going to have her on there, well, you at least Molly I should have Mike her Molly. shitting in a sink, because everybody knows that's funny. It is funny. Uh, so they're making Ghostbusters 3. They have not officially said, though, right, that the original cast is coming back? Minus one? I have no idea. I don't think anything official has been released, but I think I heard Ernie Hudson like tweeted out, everyone's on board. 
His ego. By what he means by everyone, I don't know because, like, I don't know if that means Rick Moranis, Annie Potts, retired, Bill Murray, Sigourney Weaver. Bill Murray doesn't know if he's showing up until the day of. Yeah, I was about well, to Bill say. Bill knows know if he's, he's showing up. The rest of the kids. Yeah, the rest <laughs> of everybody else doesn't. They have two scripts. Yeah. Bill works on his own schedule. I like it. It depends if there's a Xavier game. Oh, Louisville, Louisville game, game now. now. Louisville yeah. game <laughs> for the sun. Uh, yeah, so that's the big thing. Uh, this is something Trump would do. Yeah, sure. <laughs> is this... Is I, Actually, I think that uh, that's in the legislation the Senate's looking at this mm-hmm. week. He wants... Five point six billion for a wall mm-hmm. and the money for Ghostbusters three reboot. <laughs> and the Democrats said, and that's where Pelosi says fuck no because of Leslie Jones. We got the I, wall, but we're not going to give in on Ghostbusters three. Right. Wait, I got an idea. What if the government funds Ghostbusters three and all the profits go towards the wall? You're still going to be five point five <laughs> billion dollars short. <laughs> That's going to the same amount of money they get if they try and build the wall anyway. A governmently funded movie. I think they need Yui Bull to direct. Yes. Oh. You know, Sorry, Jason that. Reitman, you're out. <laughs> Yui Bull. Well, he's he's got government German uh, money to make uh, his movie. Unfortunately, one of the Ghostbusters is now Clint Howard <laughs> is the one star. We'll give Reitman a writing credit. <laughs> uh, Canada does that, too. They uh, fund all the films up there. All of them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of them? Yeah. No wonder I can't think every of every single film. No wonder Canada I can't think of one successful Canadian film. Uh, there was one with uh, Joshua Jackson that he drove across the state or the country in a motorcycle on a motorcycle because he was diagnosed with cancer. That was good. No, nope. yeah, that's no. the best movie Canada <laughs> ever produced. I really no. liked it. <laughs> uh, that was about it. Um, <laughs> uh, there's a that's something Canadian Year can do is come up with the best Canadian made movies. Scott, you're yeah. on it. Uh, Scott actually had a question for us. He said, before we get to listener feedback, he goes, who on the panel has the biggest comic collection, if at all? It's between me, you, and Jeff. Um, I have like 13. Oh, you beat me. (laughs) (laughs) I think I I I gave them to Jeff. I might, for the, mainly the main reason of, A, you stopped before me. Yeah. B, yeah, you took a big time out there. Mm Mm-hmm. When I started in 91, I went through to about 2015 or something. Do you have over so. 2,000? Oh, yeah. Do you have over three? I would think so, but I I haven't counted I'm, them. I think I'm in my mid two. Well, I have them cataloged in the online. Yeah, I haven't done that. I think, <laughs> I think I'm around 2,400. I wish I had time for that. <laughs> oh, trust. It was before I had kids. And then I just added them when I started buying them. You know, it was easy. It literally took me a whole week at night just to do it. Yeah, because you don't have any time with work now. I have no time. <laughs> let, let, let's just say, for the most part, when you start buying them in the from the early '90s, nothing you have is worth money to no. keep track of. No, I mean, I maybe some of those early spawn issues, and yeah. I have an insurance in, uh, endorsement on them. Yeah. <sighs> If anybody wants to steal them, no. <laughs> <laughs> please. My address is, sir. How did they get out of your house? You have like twenty boxes. Uh huh. <laughs> they were strong and a moat. <laughs> <laughs> the drawbridge was apparently up. Um, <laughs> I saw pictures of your son helping. No, 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 no. 
We have this post here on Facebook at the Bob Studios <laughs> of an open door. I don't know what happened. To your storage facility. <laughs> uh, Blake, uh, how is your vacation going? Going. It's not a vacation. Sure it is. It's, How's a, your dis- it's a disruption in my normal life. How, uh, since you're no longer... I wish I could have a disruption. Since you're no longer sucking off the teat of the government, how's it going? Hey, I don't suck off the teat. (laughs) I work that teat. Oh, so you're like Luke in... There's a difference. uh, Luke in The Last Jedi with that seal thing. No. Milk in that. (laughs) How's your blue milk going? No. Uh, I have seen a couple of movies. Oh, what'd you see? Uh, one of them is not Avengers... (laughs) Infinity War? Infinity War. Still have yet to see that. It's well, on my list. At this point, wait until yeah. you're about to go see Endgame before you bother watching. Because oh, There you go. Now, now you just get it back to back, and you don't have to sit through a year or two True. of us going, oh, come on, man. Come on, man. True. Now, Spider-Man's in, not really dead, man. I, I, do have, <laughs> I do have plans to go see... Um, Black Panther? No. That's out already. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll get around to that. You mean no. Oscar-nominated Oscar-nominated, yes. There was a thing on Facebook, an article, and it was uh, from Variety or something like that. Uh, they're like, what's the chance of Black... Uh, can, Black it was, can Black Panther win uh, Best Picture? No. no. Okay, there's, no. Your, there's your article, <laughs> that and that's all we have to do. No. No. They're, they're not going to let a comic book movie no. win, no, no. no matter how socially whatever, a progressive it's a it is. It's a good film. Hey, well, go if it was not superheroes, but socially progressive, they'd have a chance. But as a... No, so anyways, I do have plans to see Glass. Now, oh, okay. Uh, now, I have seen Unbreakable. Have you seen Split? I just saw Split. Did you and like I, it? That's what I wanted to talk about. Did you like it? It made me with, think about M. Night Seven. Without spoilers. Based upon our jokes last week. Without spoilers, please yes. explain how Split was. Oh, who hasn't seen it yet? Me. God. But I know how it ends, and, so it's fine. All right, let me let me just say this. All right, it made me sit there and think about M. Night Shyamalan. I know we've made a lot of fun of him, you know, with the, some of his other The movies. world has. And the entire world. But he's he is hit or miss. Mm-hmm. You know, when he hits it, people like him, right? Like, yes. you know, they, they like the sixth sense. That was happening. Uh, and, and, well, not the half. That's a miss. <laughs> oh. Sorry. What? Well, what? maybe for you what? it was a hit. <laughs> you know, but... They tend he, to like the sixth sense, Unbreakable, and yeah, Signs tend uh, to be the yeah, ones that they'll signs. mention. For... I actually liked The Village. I thought... It I like been... The Village. I like The Village. I always like, oh, you know, when I was watching it, spoiler alert yeah. for people who haven't seen The Village yet, <laughs> you know, I really thought it was a 1700s, you know, village out in the woods, and I just thought, well, there's some kind of supernatural thing out there that kept them there, and I was like, yeah. oh, no. It's not. Oh, Surprise. Yeah. The, yeah. the village was great, except for <laughs> when they just forgot to write. And, oh, that's the shed you shan't go, you shan't go near. Yeah. That's uh, the name uh, of it. That's, uh, Wait, uh, so no kid even goes near No, because it's titled The Shed You Shan't Go Near. Well, Shed, that's the Oreo you can't <laughs> eat. <right. laughs> now, there, oh, yes. oh, never mind. <laughs> now, now, sometime now in Split, there is a plot hole. Oh, gosh. I, I, I want to talk about it. Uh, when we were... Uh, Shit. There's, there is a plot hole that I sit there and go, listen, all right, let me just say this. If you're ever captive and there's a bathroom and there's a mirror in there, break the motherfucking mirror, make it into daggers, and stab the shit out of your captor, okay? <laughs> That's all I got to fucking do, okay? I saw that. And as soon as I saw that, I'm like, um... Hello? Hello? I started raising my hand, although it was only me and the old lady in there. I'm like, hey, excuse me. Hello? I'm captive. She still wouldn't call on you. Uh, uh, Break the mirror, make a dagger, make many daggers. (laughs) Shit. 
Make Wolverine claws. You make Wolverine claws, exactly. Of course, it may Snickety, hurt. Snick, snick, snick. It may hurt when you shove them down in between your knuckles. Uh, but yeah, if it helps you get out. But if you have a belt, you can wrap them around your knuckles and yeah. keep them there. There you yeah, go. Good. All right, but all right, but let me just say this, McAvoy. I liked his performance. I thought it was really good. Okay. Uh, when the movie starts, there's three girls. Uh, the girl, and a cop. They, the girl, yeah, uh, the girl played by it was Ann Taylor Joy. Uh, did a great job. I don't know who she is, but sure, that's good. Until you watch it, uh, the movie starts out. You think the movie's going to be about uh, the pretty girl cheerleader. Okay. Turns out, no. There's a parallel story to the main story, which is I actually thought was pretty good. And you know, M Night and his hit or misses. I I thought he hit it with Split. I really enjoyed it. Okay, I thought McAvoy did a really good job between the. Character. Oh, shit. Well, I, well, I know that spoiler. I mean, it's oh, okay. everybody knows he has right. 39 split personalities. Yeah. And 23. And 23. What? I don't know what number. <laughs> Just what? The, the funny, yeah. <laughs> the funny part, the funny part was, uh, I'm Sorry, watching, Jim. I'm watching the movie and the, uh, the psychotherapist lady who's played by Betty Bucky or Betty Buckley. Betty Buckley? I sit From there, Eight I, is Enough? Yeah. I, Betty I, White? I, I sat there no. and I kept looking at her going, I've seen her before. What is she in? <laughs> I know her. I, I told her. Broadway. Told the lady. You saw her like, on Broadway. I'm like, you know who that is, don't you? She's like, I have no fucking clue. I'm like, no, you know. <laughs> and then I had to go look it up. I was like, oh, the reason she looks familiar? Because M. Night uses her in all his movies. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Not from Eight is Enough? You didn't recognize no. her from that? Oh. <clears throat> oh, that's her? That's the stepmom in Eight is Enough. Sure? Betty I'm... Buckley? Unless it's. Wow. You know what? You I thought it was out. Mrs. Partridge. No, that's Shirley Jones. Oh, because of the hair. No, anyway, I'm, jo- <laughs> I'm joking. No, but uh, no, that's pretty good. I have to fact check. Uh, unless I'm wrong, unless I misunderstood who you. But but needless to say, as much as we like to make fun of Elm Knight, and I do myself, I, I thought Split was pretty good. I looked pretty decent. I liked it. Yeah, I'm hoping Split's good, and I'm hoping Glass is good, and then mm-hmm. he can shift the balance to not having a terrible name in the industry, but... Yeah. You know, but the funny part was, I, I knew Split was, you know, one of the surprises about Split was is that it was a sequel to Unbreakable. Yeah. Or tied into. Tied into, yeah. And I sat there waiting for the entire movie. <laughs> I'm like, where's the tie-in? Where's the tie-in? Where's the tie-in? And I'm like, well, maybe yeah. Bruce Willis is going to be there and he's the security guard. No. <laughs> and then until the, ver- the credits and everything starts rolling, you're like, oh, shit. But yeah, I don't want to give There's an after credit scene. Yeah. yeah. Well, there, there is a during credit scene. During credit, actually. Yeah, and, and that's where it ties it and all together. Where, yeah. That's where I was kind of disappointed because, there, you know, I was like, it would be nice if it was. Little. It's just Bruce Willis well, walking. Yeah. When it was released in theaters and people, and when you know about it, it's kind of yeah. like a, oh, I thought there was going to be more mm-hmm. of a tie-in. But when yeah. you just watch it, you're like, holy fuck. Yeah, exactly. So, so that's it, pretty it, cool. I it's think. already been spoiled to us and anyone listening to this because we spoiled it if you didn't know. What? Almost. <laughs> Almost. Did you just do, do Mark Wahlberg and uh, The Happening? What? <laughs> What's happening? Oh, you know, I also saw Justice League. Oh, did you? Uh, yes. You're one up on us on that. Yeah. Well, you know Not what? all of us. <laughs> I actually, you know, I went into it with a lot of skepticism, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, actually... Uh, the 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 character and the Flash's role in the Justice yeah. League, I I found it to be Ezra Miller. Yeah, I found it to actually be very entertaining and enjoyable, and would like to see more of the Flash. Well, you're going to get it in 2020. Good or yeah. 21. Ezra Miller or 22. Is Three. Ezra Miller going to be playing <laughs> yeah. the Flash? So what you're saying is it can't come fast enough. Ah! Like Ron Jeremy. What What do you think of Batman and Justice League? No. You didn't like him? <laughs> no. <laughs> 
That might be the best review ever. Who do you think of Batman? No. 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 No, he was in it. No. 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 Every time he showed up, he just blocked him out on the Cyborg, uh, he was okay. Wonder Woman? Hell yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Aquaman? Aquaman. Um, he wasn't in an awful lot, but I can see how they build up for his uh, pre, you know, main movie. Did he, he was okay. Well, Superman? No. Superman's no. dead. Well, actually, I saw the dirt movie. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Superman end, is dead. At the end, of, you know, with Amy Adams and all that kind of stuff, you're like, yeah, you know that's going to happen. That was kind of predictable. How was uh, Steppenwolf? Was the band better? Um, I heard he was there awful. There was no magic carpet ride. And... I'd rather have a magic carpet ride than that villain. Oh my god! I I actually didn't mind uh, Ben Affleck as Batman. In that actually, movie. actually, to tell you the truth, I did, uh, his performance st- was better than in Batman v Superman. Yes, yes. And it, it actually, there was actually some kind of dark humor in it that kind of mm-hmm. goes with it because you know when he comes back, he's like, "I know he wanted to kill me." Oh shit! You know. <laughs> All right. Hot take here. Hot take. Jason's impersonation of. Batman is better than Ben Affleck's Batman. <laughs> Tell me where she is. Oh, sorry. I'm Batman. Tell Batman. me where she is. <laughs> Why did you say Mary? <laughs> Not Mary. <laughs> Martha. Oh, Martha. <laughs> uh, they were sisters in the Bible. Close enough. Ah, shit. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Actually, it would be funny. Why did you say Martha? I Actually, said I said Mary. <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Take the kryptonite. Is that in the script? No, just let him go. Go with it. Go with it. Keep rolling the, the film. Keep rolling the film. <laughs> He's on a roll. Keep rolling. Blake, that's a very nice segue. Yes. You know why? Because our Twitter poll of the week is, what is the best DCU uh, film? So you can find us on Twitter at Bad Ideas Podcast. Uh, or you can find us on Facebook at The History of Bad Ideas. You can email us at hobiepod at gmail.com. I just checked this week. We're good. We're up to date. And (laughs) all of 1,332 unread emails. Yeah, but they were all spam. Yeah. I don't know, but there's a lot of, we got a lot of emails about pills to enlarge your penis. So I don't know. So I signed Hobie all up for one. Um, (laughs) It's a free sample. Does does that mean we just have one big penis for the whole (laughs) podcast? We do. It's a floppy. <laughs> and we got a floppy. We got to figure out who we're sending that to. Uh, the Canadian of the year. I don't know if I can go through customs again with that. <laughs> ah, fuck it, I will. Uh, <laughs> the 18-year-old at the UPS store. <laughs> What's in here? A trophy. <laughs> That's what I said. Well, it was. It was a trophy. Uh, so anyways. <laughs> uh, it was the trophy. It was. You can find us on nerdly.co.uk. G'day, governor. Hello, cheeky monkey. Wanker. Cheeky cunt. Anyways, uh, my Black Lightning review will be up tomorrow. Shut it, Jim. Ugh. Shut it. Shut it. Shut <laughs> so it. So bad. Shut it. I liked it. Anyways, uh, that will be on. Uh, we're also on Tangent Bound Network. Tangent. Uh, Danger Entertainment Network. Danger. Uh, they got a whole slew of new podcasts and new websites, so take a look at them. Uh, it's nice to see. And uh, we're also on WeBeGeeksPC.com. Every Wednesday it comes out. Yay. iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Pretty much if you're listening to us, Pretty you much, know what. Yeah, you know where to find us if you're listening to us. Any, as I like to say, any good podcast app you can get us on. And. If you can't get us on it, it's not a good podcast. That's app. true. iTunes Radio, I think. Tune in radio. Uh, anyways, also, uh, if you can do us a favor, you can like us on our Facebook page. That's great. Uh, History of Bad Ideas. But the big thing is to is give us some reviews. We would much appreciate it. 
um, and spread the word. So we appreciate that. We've been doing this for five years. Even if you want to say we suck and give us a one-star review, that'd eh, be two and a half. Two. They can't give halves. Two. Three. Three. Move <laughs> up. Um, round up from one to three. And uh, <laughs> But yeah, if you can like us, our Facebook page, we've got lots of good pop culture news every day. Um, and it's a good t- little site. Uh, so, best DCU f- uh, film, we had Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Justice League, and Man of Steel. Jeff, what did you vote for out of them? I voted for Wonder Woman. Jim? I'm, I think, with the 7%. Okay. Blake, what did you vote for? Uh, I don't have a Twitter account, but if I did, mm-hmm. I would have voted for uh, Wonder Woman's bum. Okay. Uh, in last place, Jim's pick, 7%, Justice League. Yes. That's only because <laughs> Batman v Superman was not on the poll. It was not on the poll. Four. Otherwise, that would have finished below. Uh, limited by technology, people. Uh, Man of Steel came in third with 14%. And the people that like Man of Steel, there's not many, but the people that do, really do. They are adamant about it. They're probably Erpers. Ugh. They're the worst. Except for Nikki. You're awesome. Uh, and winning 61% to 18%. It was a close one. Wonder Woman beat Aquaman. Uh, Je- Jeff, would you pick Wonder Woman above Aquaman? I did when I voted. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, yeah, I would have picked Wonder Woman. I'm not allowed to vote uh, because I made the poll. But Wonder Woman gets it. Uh, I don't think that's much of a choice. Aquaman, I get a lot of meh. It was okay. Uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was better than okay. Mm-hmm. I liked the villains in it. I liked I liked it. Uh, Ocean I Master. It. I like Ocean Master. Uh, so, uh, there is your DC uh, What about Manta Ray? Black Manta. I mean Black Manta. Don't mock Black Manta. Of course, if you blink, you'll miss him. Um, no, you won't. He was in it way too much. But he yeah. was uh, he was chasing them through a village in Italy. Yeah, that's the exact the worst thing scene I w- in the movie. That's exactly what I want to see in my underwater action movie is mm-hmm. fighting an, a, an Italian you, villa. Oh, my God. It wasn't in Venice? No. I mean, if there's one city you're going to film in in Italy, it's got to be Venice because of the water. You're giving DCU way too much credit. That would have been better. But they wanted that down there, like, lower on the Mediterranean <sighs> in the nice... Hey, Jim. Yeah. You know, uh, Mira and Aquaman can swim really fast. They should probably take a boat. <laughs> yeah, let's get in a boat. Because and... the boat goes slower? It's not like they were in a hurry. Oh, they needed okay. a reason for them to get the uh, flares. How has uh, rising water levels affected their ability to be superheroes? Well, there is a funny... Should have went up. It because wasn't... according to Ocasio-Ortez, I mean, they're in trouble. Well, here's the best. I Aquaman's did... in trouble because yeah, of the rising waters? That's what she said. Oh, wow. But don't fact check her. I, I, I think <laughs> with these wise, rising waters, I don't think that dam is going to hold up of Long Oak Island. Oh, shit. You know, that's going to be tragic. <laughs> That'll be the second time weather has ruined the opportunity to find treasure there. The other times it's just common sense. Oh. <laughs> uh, the best part is, Blake... There's something there, damn it. The uh, bad guy, the villain in yes. Aquaman, uh, he He's was mad the at the world. Guy causing global warming because you think they would be for that. What a, here's the best be part. Water, so they right? got mad at the humans, and this was, I thought this was funny. He oh. took all the pollution in the ocean and just threw it back onto the, the beach <laughs> everywhere around the world. I all thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. All the six, <laughs> tr- uh, six pack uh, rings, they were oh all thrown God. off. But it was just funny seeing all the pollution. I was like, that's kind of funny. Yeah. I like that. We <laughs> you take it. it. You take Actually, it. we deserve that. We 100% do. deserved it. I mean, why, why aren't they calling him a hero? Well, Because he, he just cleaned the oceans. He did. He did. And my question is, if he could have done this years, like, any time, why wasn't he slowly doing this anyway? He's, like, on a deserted <laughs> island somewhere. 
Like, Deserted Island? No. Manhattan Island. Well, that too. Manhattan's yeah. decent. Manhattan's All trash in already. New York and L.A. Would you miss it? No. no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do some listener feedback. <laughs> Blake? This week's bomb listener feedback is sponsored by Returning Hate for Hate Multiplies Hate adding deeper darkness to a night already devoid of stars. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Thank you, Martin Luther King. All right. Those so, are some found words. Thank you. I don't think MLK. Yes. From Doug. Number one fan. Formerly known as? Number seven. Eight hands. <laughs> <laughs> not formally known as number seven. I thought he was yeah. six now. I forget. Yeah, so Doug says, Keanu Reeves and Dolly Parton met each other and posted a photo of themselves on Twitter. Dot, dot, dot. Is this the greatest collection of talent ever? Outside of Hobie. Outside of the Hobie Roundtable. Yes. Okay. Um, no, I'm going to say no because Dolly Parton is a no-talent hack. So Jason's what? Jason argument a, is null and void. He I'm has a really punchable face five. right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say no. <laughs> she I'm got to sleep say, in if she's working nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say no because Keanu Reeves is a no-talent hack. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Hot take. Ooh. <laughs> fuck is going on with you in hot take? <laughs> if, they, if they had Bill, maybe from Bill and Ted with Dolly Parton, then yes. <laughs> Alex think, Winter? Yes. I think you confuse hot takes with hot cakes. <laughs> Ooh, mm, hot, hot cakes! cakes. <laughs> <laughs> mm, double hot cakes. Ah, mm. uh, yeah. Yes? Are we in agreement? No. No. <laughs> I think they're in agreement, but for different reasons. Okay. <laughs> All right, hey, uh, this one is from Two Dude Review 2 at DudeReview.com. Two Dude Review 2. That implies that there's two dudes making reviews. And this is from Two Dude Review 2, which means we haven't heard yet from Two Dude Review 1. Yes. Dizzying. <laughs> he says, <laughs> stand by, he gets dizzier. He says, what musical do you think has produced the most hits West Side Story is laden with hits. So this is... I was talking to him on this one. He he put this out for his podcast. Two or one? Two. Okay. <laughs> Who does number two walk Who is, Who's number oh. one? Anyways. Okay. Uh, so we were talking about musicals, and he was saying, what music... This is the question. You know, a, a mainstream music. Sound of music. Do you think that has... Because I can sing those songs. Everybody mm-hmm. knows that doe, a deer, a female, a deer. I can't even remember seeing a West Side Story other than going, Maria, Maria. And that's the only words I know. Uh, Team America actually was up there. Oh, yeah. America. Someone else said yeah. South Park. Uh, I don't think that's as mainstream, though. That's the issue. Yeah, that, they, they weren't hits as they played on the radio. Giles Have you ever mom. met my friend Kyle's mom? She's the biggest bitch in the whole wide world. She's the biggest bitch. If there was a bitch, she's a bitch too. All the boys and girls. 
On Monday, she's a bitch. On Tuesday, she's a bitch. On Wednesday through Saturday, she's a bitch. Then on Sunday, just to be different, she's a super king. Kamehameha, piach! All right, here we go. <laughs> Sailing. Oh, no, that's the wrong song. It's Come Sail Away, not oh, Sailing. Come Sail Away. I'm sailing away. Ah, son of a bitch. Said, I'm going for the emergency. I'm happy, some sad. I'm going to judge that childhood dream. I'm bored. I'm a captain. So climb aboard. All right, so the answer is South Park. <laughs> the other question I had was Oh, Jason, uh, oh, talk about time. get to Greece. Oh. Go Grease Ooh. Lightning, go Grease. Yeah. Or Grease too. No. Well, I can't sing any of those songs. Oh. My question is that Moulin Rouge did have some of the biggest hits. But they took hits that were already made. I'll that give you that. Count. That was that was an exception, but we were talking about that one. Uh Rent. So they have to be originals. I'm yeah. saying they have to be the originals yeah. written for okay. them. Rent is up there, I think. AIDS, AIDS, AIDS. I mean, uh, in that wait, case, I mean, if it's not originals, I'd, I'd say Rock AIDS. of Ages has the best. Well, okay, AIDS. I'll give you that. Okay, so originals. <laughs> I think Rent could be up there. Um, I think I uh, don't know if Rent songs travel to people who don't who haven't seen. Well, we'll see, we'll see when it comes out next Sunday. Yes, is this Sunday right? Yeah, the same day as the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Yeah. 125,600 minutes. <laughs> I love that movie. Uh, I am going, I think I'm DVRA because I really do like it. I'm, I'm kicking myself for not seeing it when it came to Cincinnati this past December. I'm not. I'm, so, not, I'm not kicking you at all. Either. Oh. If it was Jesus Christ Superstar, I'd be kicking you for not going oh, to see it. Oh, wait a minute. What about the Muppet movie? Ooh. Yeah. Two songs. I had that album as a kid. And I could sing those songs. Could you sing it now? I've never seen the sun come up in the... Moving right along. The (laughs) rainbow connection. Yeah, a rainbow connection, man. The The lovers, the the dreamers, and me. (laughs) Oh, man. Two Dude Review 2. You rock, two dudes. Uh, what else we got? Keep going with some musical questions so we can sing some more. We yes, these yes. new fantastic microphones. I feel good now. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> <laughs> From Canadian of the Year, Scott. Scott, you're late. Regarding last week's top five. That's what she said. Too late. <laughs> From the Cinema Guys. <laughs> if Fiona the Hippo was a superhero, would she be in the MCU or DCU? Inquiring minds want to know. I'm out. You, did you really did just there. skip Scott? Yeah, he's a he Canadian said, of the year. He said too late. Too late. Huh, okay. <laughs> well, that's I've... a hard lesson to learn, Scott, because you got the manual for Canadian of the that's year, right. and if you're not reading and paying attention, you're done. We don't want Pezgate again. Fucking no. saw it. Fucking stork. Yeah. So cinema guys, Fiona, yes. Hippo, MCU, DCU. I'd say MCU because the DCU has uh, Harambe. <laughs> you know, wow. this reminds me that's, of a, that's Gorilla Grodd. Gorilla Are Grodd. they going to bring him back to life? <laughs> you know, this, this actually reminded me this past week. I saw a uh, meme in regards to Harambe's de- anniversary of death or whatever. It says Harambe, you know, reminding us why we need to build walls. <laughs> So anyway, Fiona would be in the MCU because she is beloved. Is she a, okay? So she's a good guy. She's much beloved. She's superior. Who's her villain? Uh, 
I don't know. I'm just I'm just asking. Uh, the walruses. The walrus. <laughs> okay. I don't know. You've been to the zoo. You tell me who's uh, around to probably one of those uh, uh, red, uh, red panda babies. Oh yeah, those things oh. are evil. <laughs> those things are so cute. I know. <laughs> I want one. They will kill you with adorableness. Hey, Jim. Look under your chair. Look what you uh, got. Uh, oh, there's nothing there. <laughs> Jeff, look under your chair. You get a red panda. And you get a red panda. And you get a red... not you, Blake. It ain't uh, my it's gnawing on my face. <laughs> my toes are gone. <laughs> oh, you lost weight. <laughs> I can eat more. <laughs> You're really straight uh, sucking on the plateau. You need your gain. Oh, he ate the red panda. <laughs> Is that a tail sticking out of your mouth? <laughs> it reminds me of Homer Simpson butting the head off the live chicken. <laughs> but like Bart had the head in his mouth, Homer had the entire body and just the head sticking out. Spit <laughs> the head off by eating the... He put the entire... <laughs> well, they actually interrupted him before they actually finished it. So like... Whoop. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving right along. Thanks, Brad. We go to a uh, besotted geek. Uh, uh, besotted geek drunkenly says, "Watching She-Ra and the Princes of Power." He was drinking when he was watching <laughs> that, wasn't he? The new one's wait, awesome. Wait, you mean there's princesses of power, yeah. as in multiple? Yes. As in, mm-hmm. So Shira's not the princess of. She's power. the main one, but yes, there's other princesses. So this sounds more like a strawberry shortcake uh, remit. Uh, I will say it is. It is kind of like they have other realms than that in the thing. It's really well done. I really enjoy it. Sure, it is. Okay. I but anyway, it. Stork says my daughter anyways, loves it. Uh, anyways, yes, Besada Geek says uh, not too shabby. Said, uh, what cartoon from your childhood would you like to see remade today? Might as well be strawberry shortcake. <laughs> what was the her horse? Didn't she have a horse? I think that was Rainbow Bright. You're uh, thinking of? Oh, I am thinking of that. Sorry, sorry, my bad. So uh, I'll do Rainbow strawberry Bright. Strawberry shortcake, <laughs> blueberry muffin, uh, honey pie, uh, lemon meringue, or something. I'm remaking the gummy bears. I know those because my sister had those. Me too. Gummy berry juice. So which one are you doing, Jim? I just kind of want. What? How does the gummy gummy bear theme song go? Gummy bears, gummy bears, living on down the street. Gummy bears, are you tasty? Yes, you are. Mm -mm -mm. Gummy bears. Eat me. No. (laughs) That wasn't it. I forgot how the gummy bear theme song went. Oh, sorry, sorry. It was gummy bears, gummy bears, living down the street. Are they tasty? I don't know. Yes, we are. Mm, eat me. Eat me. <laughs> I just sang it twice. <laughs> I forgot how it went. Gummy bears, gummy bears. Are they tasty? Living down the street. Ooh, eat me. It's it different changed. every time. <laughs> that was a. <laughs> That was the third verse. That was the third season. Oh. Oh, they just shortened it because they could extend the length of the show then. Right. Or add more commercials. They really got into white supremacy yeah. this, in the third season, so they wanted to do a political message yeah. the rest of it. And, and, now, hold on a second. 
Uh, wasn't they originally based on a German version? Yes, they of that were. Show? Haribo. How'd that song go? <laughs> gummy bears. I am gummy bears. Am I? Am I tasty? I don't know. Try the showers. <laughs> oh, why bears. do you always go to showers whenever Germany comes up? I don't know. Maybe they've had a history. <laughs> but it's one they don't want to like celebrate. You hey, I'm not celebrating. That's where he goes when he's getting engaged. I like Germany. Wait a minute. I get it now. <laughs> may, may not have happened. <laughs> anyway, moving on. <laughs> moving right along. Well, I, I have three cartoons I'd like to see. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> can we just go on? I, no. Hey, J- Blake, too well, late. Moving on. Uh, I, I could do the Dungeons and Dragons one. I think that'd be kind of cool. Oh, I didn't yeah. If they that. did it more of a Dalty version. Yes. Yeah. They have. It's called Porn. No, well, not no. that yeah, adult. That a little bit less adulty than that. Mm-hmm. Dungeons and Dragon Slayers. Yeah. Or Star Dungeons Blazers. Drag Queen. I could do that again. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that? Star, Star Blazers. Star okay. Star Blazers. Or, or I was thinking for you guys, G.I. Joe, where people die because war's fucking hell. G.I. Joe. We only out. kill robots. That's right. Not everybody gets out with a parachute, damn it. I <laughs> would love to see G.I. Joe. And I was thinking, like... Not like the Tom and Friends, but like Tom and Jerry from like the old times. Yeah, I like Spike. I like was that Spike the dog? Yeah, yeah. I always like Spike. Isn't Tom and I Jerry like kind of under Jerry's the uh, no. can't really watch and enjoy it anymore because there were some ethnic stereotypes? Oh hell yes, <laughs> with the maid <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> How Great, about- Jim. Now we're going to get protested on. <laughs> we have a moat. <laughs> gummy bears, gummy bears. Uh, I, I say Thomas. He talks about the showers every episode. This is the American version. <laughs> living down the street. Are we tasty? I don't know. Eat me. Yum. <laughs> Moving right along. Prost. Uh, corrections. I mean, we can only go to corrections from here, from Doug. Uh, Doug says, Jim, pru, uh, per Dr. Pritchard, behind the scenes agent writer for We at the time. Uh, That's Wowie. Wowie. Vince only blew out one quad <laughs> on the way to the ring. He walked back uh, with it, and as he was walking around in the back, he blew another. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my bad. <laughs> he still blew him out in the same night. That's pretty. I think it's actually funnier that he blew the second I, one so out. So do I. <laughs> Thank, you okay, you're on fire. Oh, Doug. Thanks for the correction. I really appreciate it. Royal Rumble is this weekend. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. Sure. Seth Rollins got it. Uh, we also have. We can't have a correction segment without. <sighs> Dev. <sighs> He says, uh, regarding Choose Your Own Adventure and Black Mirror. We were talking about them being sued last week. Yes. Uh, yet again, Big Dev, the sign correction guy, must correct Jason. He's referring to himself in the third person. Choose Co., company behind Choose Your Own Adventure, is suing Netflix over copyright infringement. Netflix was in talks with Choose Co. for the use of calling Bandersnatch a Choose Your Own Adventure show. Apparently, they went ahead and used a Choose Your Own Adventure uh, in their advertising for yeah. it. Is oh, did they? Yeah. I think he went on to elaborate that in the yeah. okay. next post. What they should have said, what they should have called it was Bandersnatch, 
pick your own story show. Yes. <laughs> pick your own story. <laughs> well, you can't use choose your own adventure. So I, I get it, Blake. I get it. Story. Pick I get our, because you can hit your. Uh, oh, yeah. Pick our. Yeah. Pick our story. Uh, next one we have. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sample. Yeah. I like to try your sample all over my face. Why do you ruin such a good moment? You always ruin the songs. Sample. Mm, On my back. Oh. That was his wife ever got romantic with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think people heard that, Jim. Gold how did dust. He, how did his wife ever get romantic with him? <laughs> how can you not? Hey, let's talk dirty all over my back. <laughs> mm. <laughs> or on my thigh. <laughs> or my knee. Yep, sorry, Jason. I just lost uh. interest. I'm leaving now. <laughs> oh. I think we need to give him some time to himself. (laughs) 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 Done. (laughs) I I think we need to ask his wife why he uh, has this pent-up condition. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Jeez. You know what you can do with that pent-up condition? Saying, gummy bears, gummy bears. I'm teasing the news story that's coming up again. It might help my back. Yes. Anyways, this is from uh, Nick Albright, Jeff, husband of the son of our Lord. If you were to have someone coaching you, would you want Sean McVay? Mm, to be so the coach. Young. What goals would you have? Would you give such a coach? Hashtag more wine, less resurrections. Less erections? <laughs> resurrections. Oh, oh, resurrections. Um, I wouldn't have a problem with Sean McVay as my coach. Uh, I would rather pick Chris Pratt if I got to choose. <laughs> Where would you do him? Well, Everywhere. What goals? So that's your wife. Oh, that's right. She did say that. What goals would you give? Um, I would say make it so I win. Make it so, number one. Because winning is why you play the game. Or, um, yeah. I think the obvious choice of a coach is Coach Eric Taylor. You would think that. <laughs> He's the best coach in anything. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Andy Dwyer coaching the kids basketball league uh, in that one episode of Parks and Recreation. I miss Parks and Rec. <laughs> uh, we do have a question. Speak of football, from Randall Holt. What is your opinion on overtime, and what would you do to change it if you wanted to? Um. First off, I wouldn't have the Patriots win. That would be the rule. The rule is the Patriots cannot win in overtime. I like it. Correct. I really have no desire to see the Patriots in another Super Bowl. But we're getting it. Too bad. But they've earned it. They have earned it. Uh, The the four teams that played this past weekend were the best teams in the NFL. Yes. Yes. I'm fine with that. But I still don't like them. Yeah. You know, the thing that that I found very entertaining Mm -hmm. Sunday, other than the fact that 
both my picks for my Survivor League went against me in the final minutes of uh, both of those games. So did I you lost, survive? No, I lost 250 bucks. Huh. Because well, you never of, earned it. You never this. had it, so you didn't lose it. You just yeah, didn't win I, I it. I only uh, picked for 18 straight weeks correctly. But anyways. But you needed to pick for 19. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, the, the sad part is, the sad, well, actually not the sad part. I would find this the most entertaining part of it is, is that uh, all the, uh, you know, the news and the talk about, you know, the games and how they're played and how they're lost. And you know what? It really doesn't surprise me. You know why it doesn't surprise me? Because both these games went in the most brownsiest of browns ways. <laughs> and I have been witness to this every year for the past 20-plus years now, several times a year. I mean, not even yeah. just once a year. I mean, yeah. we're talking about several times a year. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Dr. Bednar could probably go through his memorized catalog of such. <laughs> but let's think about the Saints for a second. The blown referee call at the end. Yeah, the, the Bednar, no call. done that. That happens to the Browns at least three times yeah. a year where we lose games like that. I will say, Blake, when everybody started complaining, I went, yeah. the Saints have nothing to complain about. Exactly. They're not the Browns. Exactly. I mean, yeah, when you get as many calls go against you yep. uh, as the Browns do, then you can start complaining. Right. So me sitting there, unfazed, you know, that's the way it goes. Uh, you know what? We'll, but but now they're to, but now they're yeah. talking about changing the rules because this went against well, a popular team. I, they're going to talk agree. about it, but it won't come won't come close to pass. You know what? Probably would have helped them if Drew Brees didn't throw an interception. Yeah, at the well, end, well. you're you're right. You know, basically that's true. I, so and so I do agree is with it the, more with that. Yeah. egregious when a when it's a blown call in the last two minutes of the game than if it's like a blown call in the first quarter? Well, it went exactly the way it would have if the Browns were playing it. You get a blown call like that at the end would have won you the game, essentially. And actually, when I was sitting there, I saw it, and I'm like, where's the flag? Here it comes. I'm like, holy shit, are you kidding me? I'm going to say... I even called the helmet-to-helmet contact at the point in time when it happened, too. I'm like, that was helmet-to-helmet, too. And then, you know, it was horrible. Oh, yeah. I'm like, holy shit. He actually should have been called twice. That should have been his second helmet-to-helmet hit in that game, by the way. You know, but anyways, that wasn't the brownsiest of Browns way. It was beginning of the brownsiest of Browns way. <laughs> the next brownsiest of Browns way was Sean was uh, Sean Payton fucking up and calling pass plays to give the other team time. Yeah. To get the ball back, and then in overtime, the most brownsiest of Browns ways to lose: Drew Brees going backwards, throws the ball up in the air, and the defender who falls down on his back catches the ball while he's yeah. laying on the ground. Well, he did call fair catch. No, no, he actually shoved the receiver out of his way, but it's allowed because the ball was tipped. Correct. <laughs> as soon as that ball is tipped, no, 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 it's no, you're well, no. about the penalty. No, That's the penalty they're no. talking about. No, no. Oh, on the on Brees' falling back, Fowler Fowler tips the ball, yeah. and the and the linebacker sees it and pretty much shoves the receiver. Well, the, and now, falls down and catches it on his back. The, so the, li- the line, him, though, yeah, the receiver see, pushed the him. The receiver pushed him to the ground. Fa- fa- the receiver didn't the see the ball. The receiver was looking to get a penalty called against the linebacker. Yeah, but he's the one. But he's the one. Yes. If there was a pass interference call, it would have been against the oh, receiver. No, but, but the, yes. the linebacker was like, he sh- he was kind of pushing him too. He was, well, yeah. The linebacker was saw where the ball was going. He was fighting. He was trying to get to the spot where the ball was coming, which is why when he fell down. He caught the ball because yeah. he got in the right spot. Yes, and I was not surprised because as a Browns fan, I've seen that. <laughs> what about the Chiefs? It's even Chiefs? better. Please it's explain. Even better. That game should have ended on the third interception, and everybody will be talking about how Tom Brady sucks. Instead, a guy does the stupidest of stupid Far things that you can offsides. do. Yeah, D Ford, not even close. Lines up it. offsides, yeah. negates the interception. And you know what? 
I've seen that before. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I'm like, they, both these yeah. games have ended in the most brownsiest of browns ways, and I'm not phased. Well, I'm not phased by it. Kansas City did fire their defense coordinator. Because the guy lined up offsides? Uh, no, because he gave up 571 <laughs> yards. And they were ranked 31st, 27th, and 30th mm-hmm. overall. They were, ranked, they were the second the worst really defense in the league. Mm-hmm. Only the Bengals were behind them. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but I will say, you know, okay, I, well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I'm, I'm just going to say what, what arced me was cheering against uh, the Patriots in that game. Listening yeah. to uh, third and long three uh, uh, things in a row mm-hmm. where – uh, Romo. What's his name? Romo said exactly what yes. the play was going to be. He's like, "Oh, Gronk is isn't lined up outside. He's on the line, so this is going to be uh, up the middle to Edelman." Boom. They oh, need to get next awesome. third and long. They need to get somebody outside. They need to yeah. put line up Gronk outside. Okay, Gronk yeah. lined up outside. So if this safety doesn't double team, if they double teams them, they'll go in the middle. But if it's one on one coverage, going to Gronk, forty yards to Gronk. Oh yeah, Romo is pretty awesome. Romo I mean, is amazing. He's going to get. Yeah. A paycheck. I am shocked. He's going to get a big paycheck out, out of this. But uh, yeah, he, he he called every third down on that drive. And oh, oh yeah, even before they scored the touchdown, he's like, okay, yeah. you're going to see play action here. But they already did the uh, the run, so you're actually no, oh no, you already seen the play. Yeah. Action for the pass. So you're going to see the, the run. You're going to see the run now, and boom! They and he's it. entertaining. Yeah, I like him in it. Did he's you see no Jason Witten? Did you no. see? <laughs> you see Bryce Harper tweeted out after the game. Mm-mm. He said, "Yes, um, Tony Romo just called me to tell me where I'm going to be playing next year." <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's awesome. <laughs> he really, he but, hasn't signed, has he? No. Yeah, but but he's, but here's the great thing to think about. It's, right? the, te- he, it's the Texas Rangers. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> here, That's what Romo predicted. Here's the thing about Romo, right? Here's a great thing, and he's probably got the, the cushiest job in the gig being to sit there and watch this game. I wouldn't pick him as my offensive coordinator. I would pick him as my defensive yes. coordinator. Yes, Don't you think? He can oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that'd be awesome. But selfishly, I hope he never goes that route because I just want to listen to him. Yeah, I, would li- I like Jim Nance enough that I like those two together. I like them. Unfortunately, I don't think they're doing the Super Bowl, are they? Yeah. Um, or is that Fox? Whoever had the night game. Oh, no, it's yeah. CBS. It's CBS. Yeah. Wonder, they were advertising during yeah. the night game that mm-hmm. that's where the yeah. Super Bowl was. But th- there was the moment. You were watching the Saints game, right? Did you guys watch the yeah. whole Saints game? Yeah. There was a moment where Mike Thomas's ass was getting exposed. Yes. And they cut to this weird camera outside of Silverdome or something like that. And then back, and you see Mike Thomas, like, laughing, and they got the camera. And I just turned to my wife, I said... They just cut Mike Thomas's ass out. And she's like, "What are you talking about?" I said, "I got the direct TV. Watch this." If we go back, he stays, you know they go to the tackle and he's stretching. And it looks like they start to pull his pants down, and it was like, boom. And it's like she's like, "No, that was a glitch. I have no idea what you're talking." I'm like, "No, they, they they smartly covered up Mike Thomas's ass." And sure enough, I'm vilified today. There's an article talking about how great. Yes. Well, not well vindicated. Sorry. Vindicated. Okay, vindicated. <laughs> not vilified. Thanks. He's gone to the Jason Berger There's school of talking. <laughs> yeah. There's an article out there today talking about how a quick-thinking Fox uh, TV producer switched cameras so you didn't get exposed to Mike Thomas's butt and balls. And I'm like, I caught it. You know, going into the show tonight, I never thought we were talking about Mike Thomas's butts and balls. <laughs> But yeah, that was pretty Red funny. Red pandas, I could t- I could see because they're adorable. <laughs> yes, exactly. 
Uh, no, let's wrap this up because we're like the even oh, hit news yeah. of the Holy geek. Shit. We got to hurry. Here we go. Gosh. And my apologies. Did, did we answer the question? Let's go oh, straight to Professor. Question? I don't know. Let's go to <laughs> Professor number one. Go straight right. to Professor number one. Well, 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 real quick. Well, Des Hassing, we'll get to yours next week. Scary Thoughts is Scary Thoughts 2 says, uh, you know, do the cost of per issue of comics actually have a ceiling? Real quick. Dollar fifty for me. Dollar <laughs> ninety nine. I well, know that they're doing better paper, and I get that it's expensive, but that's why I think it's going more towards digital, which I don't like. Yeah, it's going towards digital, and unfortunately, you pay the same for a digital copy as you do a paper copy. Yeah, I never understood that. No, I didn't understand that either. Two ninety nine was pretty much the most. The three ninety nine yeah. is rough. Three ninety nine's got to be like a double episode if you're. Uh, yeah, and when I'm done that. in like fifteen minutes, I'm like, ugh. Yeah, did I get three dollars worth of enjoyment out of Correct. that? Correct. So I'm going to say two ninety nine is said. most. <laughs> All right, but yeah. does it have a ceiling? Yes. Now, granted, the ceiling will go up as inflation goes up. Correct. All right. Yeah, that's good. Scary thoughts. It's scary thoughts too. All that right. is a uh, Canadian of the year, Scott. Okay. Well, I'll read that one for him because he's on time with that one. This yes, week. he is. <laughs> All right. Uh, Professor Number One and Doctor Number One says since they can't beat Clemson, Ken was asked how bad. What? Can we ask? <sighs> Intern Hackney. <laughs> You put it in front of me. That's the way I'm going to read it. That's what she said. <laughs> can we ask, Ken was asked how, can we ask how bad would Alabama in football be if they were in the ACC? Mm, well, well, since they wouldn't have to play three Division two teams. Well, they probably would do that anyway. The they would. They, they probably would have as good of a team because the ACC might crack down a little bit on how much they're paying players. Allegedly. Yeah, let me see. Allegedly. They they would be as good as they are now, except lose to when they play Clemson. I mean, that just means they play Clemson every other year. Uh, Virginia Tech, Miami, Duke, North Carolina. They lose to Duke. South Carolina, Florida State. They're losing Boston College. Uh, no, Maryland yeah. left. Uh, uh, you know, I is think that, is that where AC- Pittsburgh went? Pittsburgh, yeah. 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 And I think the ACC does do like home and home games. Alabama won't do home and home games. They'll only do home. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. Yeah. You know, so. You know. Well, yeah. Oh, and Notre Dame's in the uh, ACC. Oh, not in football. Not in football. Oh, yeah. Never How'd they mind. do in the playoffs? I uh, got waxed. Oh, yeah, that was great. By uh, Clemson? Exactly uh, the way I thought it would yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were frauds. So that was the ACC championship game. Oh, okay. There is your listener feedback. We got some face off this week. Tiny surgery. I'd like to take his his face off. Face off. I want to take your face. <laughs> Oh, uh, they just said that. We didn't need you I know. To I'm it. Nicolas Cage. You suck. No, you're not. You're Jason. No, uh, you're what is face-off, Jeff? Uh, face-off is when you give us uh, a faction or two or three or four and have them fight. We'll pick who would win in a fight amongst uh, the factions given to us. And this is from Dev. This is face-off. Eddie from Iron Maiden versus Rick. Vic Rattlehead from Megadeth. Versus Snaggletooth from uh, Racers, Wacky Racers? Motorhead. Oh, my bad. Versus Eddie the Eagle Eagle per Heno. So, who would win in a match? Uh, Eddie, Iron Maiden's mascot. I'd go with the real person. I wouldn't. He would die. Who's the real person? Eddie the Eagle. 
Oh, yes. Okay, sorry. Yeah, that is uh, Eddie the Eagle Edwards, by the way. And uh, my dad swears we must be related. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you could be. You know, of all the crazy th- shit you said, I can't believe that. Well, since the other ones are fictional characters, I'm going with the real person. Well, I'm going with the fictional character who is, t- who is controlling the devil and has beaten death. Who's that? Eddie. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going with Vic Rattlehead because he sounds like a snake. You don't even know what he looks like. He's a snake, right? No. He's uh, he, he he's a Vic. No, he he's a ripoff, uh, a, an American ripoff of Eddie from Iron Maiden. What's Eddie look like? A, a uh, zombie mummy. Mummy. Yeah. You really don't know. What about Snaggletooth? Yeah, uh, that I'm not positive on. Okay. Fuffering fuck a dad. I'm going with that <laughs> Snaggletooth, but. You always go with the person who's real. Always yeah, wins. But but Eddie from Iron Maiden is cooler. So, I mean, you can't get any cooler. So you're going Eddie. Jim, who are you going with? Eddie the Eagle, because you're a real person. J- Blake? Uh, yes. But what about Eddie Munster? How come he's not on this list? Are you picking Eddie, Eddie Munster? Are you picking <laughs> Eddie Munster? Yeah, he's a real person. Okay, I'm going Eddie Munster. So Eddie Munster wins. Butch this Patrick? Says, yes. <laughs> Wait a minute, Blake. You're welcome. In a close second, Snagglepuss. So I'm glad that for that question. That was a really good face-off. Good job, Eddie, Eddie Munster. <laughs> that was really good. Congratulations, <laughs> Butch Patrick. <laughs> that worked as well as boardroom. <laughs> All right. Hey, everybody. I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I, learned I Learned From Movies. And tonight... Like every night, we bring you <laughs> questionable movies and pass the lessons that we've learned on to you, as well as we go over some great beer and funny third thing. Yes, we're excellent beer reviewers, and as BJCP certified beer judges, we sort of know what we're talking about in regards to that. The movies? <laughs> so if you want to hear us talk about uh, odd movies and uh, is he talking about BJing, Woo! Uh, listen to us at eilfm.podbean.com. That's everything I learned from movies.podbean.com. Hey, honey, are you ready to pop that top? <sniffs> Woo! My top! It's time for another installment of the news of the Geek. Thank you, Jeff. You're such, you're such a good voice. And, and I said the right words this week. Good for you. It only took 264 episodes. <laughs> you got it right. Uh, news of the Geek. Uh, well, we got some weird ones this week. In a new case study, Irish doctors... Ah, where's my haggis? That's Scottish. Whatever. Where uh, is my lucky charms? <laughs> Marco. Report the baffling case of a 33-year-old man who injected his own semen intravenously for a year and a half. A self-developed cure intended to treat his chronic back pain. This is the story we've been teasing. It does not appear to have worked. What? What? I am shocked that it didn't work. After reportedly injecting semen into his arm every month for 18 months, the man finally sought medical attention, but not for his arm. The patient instead complained of severe sudden onset lower back pain, having lifted a heavy steel object three days beforehand. During his checkup, the doctor found a patch of red swelling on his right forearm, after which the man admitted he's been injecting himself with his own semen using a hypodermic needle he purchased online. First off, the semen is the third worst thing about that that (laughs) sentence. It it is? What's the first two? I'm pretty sure the semen is the worst part about that. Injecting himself. (laughs) 
<laughs> People do that all the time. They're called diabetics. Needle he purchased online. They're called diabetics. I get it, but it still freaks me out because I hate needles. Uh, uh, this well, time that's he, you. Yes. <laughs> I, I want to know how that conversation goes down. So what's that on your arm? Nothing. That's the needle mark. <laughs> It's from where I'm injecting myself. What would oh, the what doctor are you like? Yourself? Are you diabetic? With my own semen. <laughs> Do you think the doctor asked everyone else in the office to come in? Come on, come on. I want... Okay, <laughs> tell me, tell them what you told me, sir. Do you play for Team Daffabet? This time he had injected three doses of semen because one didn't work. Guess three will, entering both his blood vessels and his muscles. This is the first. So that's week. not intravenously. If you go into your muscles, that's not intravenously. Correct. Well, he has no idea what he's jamming it into. <laughs> yeah, he's trying works. to do is subcutaneously. That's where you lift your skin up and slide the needle in, and you're injecting in between your skin and your muscle. Well, he has no idea what he's. He just, but he's trying to do intravenously, he's, like he's no, like he's shooting smack, it, or jamming something. it into his arm and just <laughs> let it go, yes. not knowing what he hit. But how's that help your back? I don't know. <laughs> Why is he I shoving didn't try it. Back? The man known as Jim Now. First ah, report- yes. <laughs> this is the first reported case of semen injection for hold, use as a medical a treatment. This is the only the first documented case. Correct. Correct. <laughs> only the first Doctors documented. at Adelaide and Meath Hospital in Ireland wrote Ireland. in the case study. Adelaide and Meath. The case study. Seemingly the harmless. case titled. The case study is titled "Seemingly Harmless Harmless Back Pain: An <laughs> Unusual Presentation of a Subcutaneous Subcutaneous Abacus Abscess <laughs> A Subcutaneous Abacus Published Published in the Irish Well, it's the Irish Medical Journal. Come on. I can't find my potatoes. We're all gonna die. I'm glad you amused yourself. <laughs> no one else. <laughs> that wasn't funny. Shut up. Anyways, uh, the swollen region grew and hardened <laughs> around the area on his arm. Hardened. <laughs> where he injected his semen, and an X-ray revealed an area of trapped air beneath the man's skin. So he obviously doesn't even know how to inject himself properly. Correct. Yeah, that's what. Well, that was saying. our whole point. <laughs> the doctors immediately hospitalized the patient, treating him with an intravenous antimicrobial, antimicrobial. Yes, antimicrobial. Look yeah. at that therapy. After the patient's back improved, he discharged himself. <laughs> ah, he discharged. Oh, himself. my back doesn't hurt anymore. Discharge. <laughs> Who cares if my arms still are full of? Uh, Unfortunately, they had to amputate his arm. <laughs> Was the guy confusing spermatozoa as uh, nanobots? <laughs> oh, there is a report. You know, maybe he was. Oh, there, there is a report on the effects of subcutaneous semen injection into rats and rabbits. semen injection. Into rats and rabbits. There was Who's no cases. Who's injecting semen into rats and rabbits? <laughs> well, this, this guy named Jim Now. <laughs> God damn it. They told me they were going to use my name. <laughs> There were no cases of intravenous semen injection into humans found across the literature. Thank goodness. <laughs> I found one case. I, I want to know, is, is this a government-sponsored report? By research? Canada. A search of more eclectic, eclectic internet sites. Eclectic? Eclectic. Whatever. And forearms. Forearms. <laughs> and forearms. 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 <laughs> <laughs> found no Forums. other documentation of semen injection for back pain or <laughs> <Really>? other uses <laughs> or other u- they, like, or other uses <laughs> they didn't check tumblr 
Attempts at intravenous and arterial injection of harmful, harmful substances, substances such as mercury, gasoline, charcoal, lidal fluid, hydrochloric acid, and hydrocarbon are well described and generally carried out in attempted suicide, as opposed to the case detailed above, in which the patient was aiming to relieve physical discomfort. By hopefully killing himself? Oh, my God. That's some powerful semen. Uh, the authors offered a warning. Really? Thank goodness there's a warning. It's dangerous for the untrained to perform intravenous injections on themselves. <laughs> Especially sperm. Especially, they didn't put that. They Especially when, that no. Especially when no. they're injecting things they aren't supposed to. <laughs> this isn't the first time we've seen something like this. Perhaps this case reminds you of Aaron Trawick, the deceased biohacker who once gave himself an unregulated herpes treatment in front of a crowd. Is so, that why he's deceased? I don't know. What about hot beef injections? <laughs> I don't even know what you to say. You can give those <laughs> all you want, Blake. I don't even know what to say about this. There is nothing to say about this. I don't even know, like, where in your <laughs> mind do you think, you know what, my back really hurts. Well, my semen can uh, impregnate a woman. I guess it could probably fix my back. Nanobots. <laughs> Uh, my, small my guess is he's not completely sane. You think? <laughs> I think that he thinks that uh, semen is where you get stem cells from. Oh, oh why are we not funding this? That's right. <laughs> so best of luck to this great. unknown man, Jim, now. Uh, we, we hope he gets better. <laughs> my I, back feels great. <laughs> I still want to know what government Sample. is funding subcutaneous semen injections into rats and rabbits. <laughs> Is that where my tax money's going? That's is that why, why we can't build a wall? That's why the wall didn't get passed. The Democrats <laughs> said, ah, I don't think we're going to inject semen into rats. We need this money. Yeah. We need hey. this money to inject semen into rats. Subcutaneously. <laughs> Ocasio-Cortez said if we don't do this treatment, the world's going to end in 12 years. Therefore, you have to pass my green deal. Moving on, news of the weird two. Don't fact check that. <laughs> we're right till proven wrong. Uh, news of the weird too. Etsy uh, has become the new, new go-to place for custom sex toys. And Glow F Yourself, based in Portland, Oregon, <laughs> is like one that of that name by the way. That I did too. Good. Is one of the leading developers of this niche market. Some of their products include share a Sheriff Star fidget spinner butt plug. <laughs> I, what? <laughs> I can picture that. I mean. No. Stainless steel old western anal toy. It's just really rusty. Stainless steel old western <laughs> anal. What is that? I don't know. A Hanukkah themed anal dreidel butt plug. <laughs> dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. Why I is put it brown? You on my <laughs> How do you spin that? And a finger football <laughs> butt plug in the shape of a goalpost. Okay, so when I was looking at this article, because somebody on this crew <laughs> sent it to, to us. He's looking to purchase. Oh, wait, hold on. No, no. Somebody put this on our uh, message board here. I saw the... And I saw the football pl butt plug, and I never want to see that again. Oh, no, I didn't see the football one. I see what you're going to talk about next. Now they have started Which taking... Which is why you wanted to bring this to our attention. Yes. Now they have started taking pre-orders. Blake's already on one. For a D20 Torquomatic Booty Dice Butt Plug. D20 is a 20-sided die for those that who don't Dungeons play. Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah. The design has an actual D20 dice attached. Actually, that should be die. Dice is plural. There's Correct. only one in there. Damn it, Hackney! <laughs> no, apparently people are saying dice is... You can use that singularly, and I don't know why no. anyone thinks they can. Who says that? Stupid people who don't know the difference between singular and plural. Like... 
specific people. Is there a subculture? I'll tell of you that? off air. Okay. Is there <laughs> a subculture of this? There's enough that it arcs me. Okay. Is there a forum online of? Uh, There's a forum my... online <laughs> of. Speaking of dying forums, <laughs> yes. Forum. This reminds me of the famous quote from Julius Caesar, which mm. I never understood until like this past year. Ow, my back when hurts. Julius takes his army into Italy when he's not supposed <laughs> oh. to, and he says the die has been cast. Yes. I was sort of going, what's what is he making? What statue is he making? No, he's talking about throwing the dice. Yes. Gambling. Oh, you thought like <laughs> I thought he was casting, casting a die. a die that you'd use to yeah. make uh... <laughs> or or, sta- or iron statue. <laughs> <laughs> Because you're special. <laughs> oh, oh no! Like, like a, like a tool die thing. Yes. yes, Caesar was actually thrown two twenty-sided die <laughs> for a critical hit and confirmation of. <laughs> he, he, he wrote a four. <laughs> well, and you know, honestly, well, apparently it was critical. He won. Honestly, it could mean the same thing if you're saying like like you know a, a tool and die thing or something yeah, like the you're, die's ca- been you're cast casting like the die, like so that was... means you, there's no going back because yes. we already made the cast. Or, yeah, the, so it like, does make sense that it yeah, means like the same thing. Iron forging or something. I didn't I didn't <laughs> know he was talking about throwing a pair of six sided dice. <laughs> Just one because he said For, the die. Oh, the no, yeah, that's right. The die has been cast. Not the dice. Die, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, anyways, Jason. Uh, so, also, this place is also doing a Game of Thrones sex-themed. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So, uh, just to let you know, go F yourself on Etsy, uh, probably on Tumblr. They might be our sponsor next week. Uh, this oh. week's episode of News of the Geek, sponsored by Go F Yourself. Cha-ching! When you need a sheriff's badge in your ass. No, read, I still read don't understand a fidget spinner in your ass. No, read the 20-sided die. You didn't... Oh. Oh, there's more to it. Per the description. Oh, sorry. Roll the dice. Slay the dragon. And fool yourself with adventure. Fool? It should probably be Phil. Shake them dice, but watch yourself. Show me what you're working with with these brand new D20 booty dice. The title DM has never been more accurate (laughs) or confusing. (laughs) Turn the tables, twerk the dice, and win at butt stuff. Butt stuff. You're sure to power level with these babies up in your guts. Aww. Go ahead and add a plus two to all rules. Increase your dexterity. Really confuse your roommates. <laughs> Who's walking around with these in their butts with their roommates? But the the, the plug. <laughs> Sit down, Jim. Nine. Uh, out seventeen. Uh, we were going to play Dungeons and Dragons, but we forgot our die. Ah, got one. <laughs> Hold on. Let a second. me just pull out my pants. <laughs> What if you you had a picture of this thing? And it looks oh, so like now the, you yeah, have the yes. little pop, the little pop bubble, pop-o-matic from, bubbles, from trouble, like. like double trouble yeah, or yeah. whatever. That's what it looks like. Except you twerk, you twerk the little Come on, Blake. snow globe uh-huh. with uh-huh. a d twenty in it. It's like this. Yes, thank thanks, you. Jim. Demonstration, Jim. <laughs> but you know what? You could tell this description was written by somebody who who's only been told about how de- you know yes. role playing games are played. Is it because obviously what they should have said was pass your concentration check. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm good with your twerk feet. <laughs> Make sure I'm so waiting for the fisto sex toy Make to come the constitution out. Constitution save. <laughs> okay, so let's get some less. I don't even know anymore. Uh, finally, the last story of the week, per Uproxx. Uh, Uproxx? Uproxx. Okay. Uproxx. 
Anyways, uh, since Disney acquired Muppet Studios in the mid-2000s, The Mouse House has made two successful Muppet movies, The Muppets and Muppets Most Wanted. I thought they made one successful and another. I never saw Most Wanted. Neither have I. I uh, didn't really. I liked the first one. I really had no desire to see Most Wanted. And one failed Muppet TV show that lasted one season, which actually was a lot better than the... Yeah, uh, it all depends on how you measure success or failure. I love that show. I thought it was... It good, was a quality show. It just didn't attract viewers. Yeah, I don't think Frank Oz liked it. Uh, the good <laughs> news is that uh, they're try- they're going to make a new one on the uh, Disney Plus network, so that's nice. If you get Disney Plus. Uh, let's see Great, here. so you can pay for it. When Frank Oz... We all pay for stuff. Um, w- uh, semen injections. Uh, when Frank Oz, one of the original Muppet performers, Miss Piggy, Fozzie Bear... How would Fozzie sound? <clears throat> waka, waka, waka! Perfect. Animal? <laughs> ah! That was Kathy from the comic strip. No, that's Ack. Sorry. Listen, honey. Uh, was asked what he thought of the Muppets in the Disney era. Frank Oz did not hold back. Quote, I've said little about the Muppets under Disney. Did anyone ask you? They just did. Well, before right. this, though. All right, here comes the grumpy old man. I wanted to get... First, he said, get off my lawn. <laughs> and then he goes, I wanted to give them time to work with the key performers to understand the heart of each character. And I didn't want to sound like sour grapes. Too late. By drawing Jim when I was 19, I'm 74 now. It's time. Oh, he just dropped the I'm mic on this. I'm he tweeted this. Yeah, he tweeted this. <laughs> his actually, handlers tweeted. Yeah. I was going to say, actually, his grandson tweeted this for him. <laughs> this comes after a follower wished that the Muppets would survive the Disney Hollywood Studio Park makeover, reporting, referring to Muppet Vision 3D. And Oz wrote, so far, the writers Disney has employed don't know how to write for the Muppets. I imagine their hubris makes them believe they can. But the characters need writing that has depth and honesty. He added, a version of the Muppets will survive, but they won't be true. Can I just say, you can, uh, you can substitute no him with me and everything about the true. Muppets replaced with The Last Jedi. <laughs> and that is my rant, word for word. He also voiced his displeasure at how Kermit... <laughs> at least he knows how to use Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to have to get my stepdaughters to tweet for me. I feel like Blake just is like Creed from The Office. He's just typing into a Word document. I'm on Twitter, right? Creedfacts.gov.org. Can I get a picture? I want to put it up on my wall. That's not how this works. Uh, He also is mad at how Kermit is currently depicted. depicted. They they didn't have a clue about who Kermit really is. He's a felt (laughs) puppet. And the importance of the key Muppet performers, when Disney, do, quote, when Disney does not want their involvement, the characters become superficial and dishonest and made of felt. Disney has apparently never reached out to Oz. I wonder why. But I would work with them if the script was worthwhile and under certain <laughs> conditions. Uh, Mr. Oz, Disney is not really caring what your thoughts are, and they're not going to reach out to you. One of the conditions is that the key performers have the final approval on what their characters will say and do, Mark which Hamill. means I will never be asked. But have they reached out to him and see if he can use the voice for Yoda? Oh, I never thought of that. <laughs> never thought of that. So uh, let's just say Frank Oz would not be working with Disney soon. No, he, did he what, just did the voice of Yoda, Yoda in... for the Muppets. Muppets. Sorry. You know, I'm. You know, when we were on break, I'm surprised we didn't talk about on break where we missed the opportunity when uh, the uh, Sesame Street had the f bomb dropped on it. What? Yeah. You uh, didn't hear that? Nope. Nope. Oh, it's an f bomb drop. I, I would have heard it, but we were on break. So. <clears throat> oh, okay. 
We, we can talk about it next week. Well, there's your news of the geek. In a world of heroes, villains, six British actors will come together to play Pathfinder. It's sort of like D&D, but also really not like D&D. Join Falter. I immediately regret this decision. Caragor. Oh, I see you, Kenneth. Velda. I hold my arcane powers. Shania. Yes, I've cracked the case. M. Now kill him. <laughs> and the Dungeon Master for an actual play podcast that takes adventure seriously available on itunes spotify google play stitcher and from dangerclubpodcast.com danger club let's roll god in that voice hurts jeff what are you doing september 20th through the 22nd i'm going to the cincinnati comic expo jim what are you doing september 20th through the 22nd uh, i'm going to the cincinnati comic expo blake enjoy greenland uh, anyway, let me check my calendar. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyways, yes, since I comic expo at the Duke Energy Convention Center, uh, September twentieth through the twenty second, Hobie will be there. We'll be playing Woo-hoo. trivia. Uh, we got some good prizes this year. No Skylanders, except for a few. Well, we got the leftover Skylanders from last year. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But we have lots of trivia. So get them right, because Skylanders are going to be in the Nicolas Cage bag of suck. Yes, they will be. Uh, they have not announced any uh, celebrities yet. Uh, but they Except are coming. Hobie. Except for Hobie, that's true. But uh, they we're are, announcing ourselves. They are coming in the next few weeks, months. Anyways, uh, tickets go on sale uh, usually in February. I think is when they start doing it. February, Probably. March. Well, so, we'll let you know when they go on sale because they have a great deal usually for uh, VIP VIP uh, early bird uh, ticket buyers. Number one fan Doug gets them. So uh, September twenty through twenty second of this year. Uh, check their Facebook page out at the Cincinnati Comic Expo, or just follow us on the History of Bad Ideas on Facebook, and we'll uh, give you the links to it as well. So we will see you there. It's time for box office bombs. All right. Uh, well, we we did not cover this last week, so I have to throw this in here because we're talking about our bombs, and I cannot uh, not keep. Uh, I don't know what I'm saying, but I got to talk about how terrible replicas has been. Oh, it did not do well. Uh, opened last week. Mm-hmm. The new film starring Keanu Reeves made 2.5 million in its opening weekend, and yeah. failed to break in the top ten. It was number thirteen last week. And what is it this week, Jeff? I have no clue. Uh, replicas. It was 22nd this week. It fell to 22nd in its second week. This is a major opening Keanu Reeves movie. How much is it total right now? Uh, you, you tell me. Oh, okay. I have that info. It made <laughs> 541000 this week. Uh, we are at... So it's just over $3 million? Well, the, the week, this weekend. Sorry. Uh-oh. It's now at 3.7 total. Oh, uh, I will try to get you the budget for that, but I believe I believe that's a third of Keanu Reeves' salary at least, or at yeah, it is not doing well. No, uh, it is a thirty million dollar budget. It's made one tenth, tenth of its budget back. That's not a good sign. Not a good sign. We'll keep that in mind for uh, end of the, the year. Hobie? End of the year floppy award. So what else we got here? Uh, opening this week, Glass made $40.5 million in its opening week on its $20 million budget. So M. Night Shyamalan, he at least has uh, some money. Even with all the... 
panned it's been getting from uh, reviews. As in yeah. reviews saying this will be the death of M. Night Shyamalan's career? Yes. Yeah. And my take note, uh, when I first got the news and I was reading about, oh, 40.5 million, well below anticipated numbers, uh, there was a Arctic winter <laughs> snowmageddon <laughs> in half the country. Yeah. It still did pretty well. 50 million people were impacted. Yeah. Yeah, that's why. Like I, a tooth? Impacted? Impacted. We were impacted by the weather. It's like a weather. deep impact. You know what, Jim? You sit here. You know what? Inject yourself with semen again. <laughs> yeah. My back feels great. <laughs> Just don't borrow Jason's butt plug. But then he can roll the dice. Uh, Jason has a star on it. Oh, God. Uh, uh, share a let, star. Let me let me just say this now. If I'm, you show up at our next D&D session <laughs> and you can't sit down, I'm going to be really worried. I'll be honest. Okay? This might be the first D&D session I'm going to. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, anyway, number two yeah, this week. I'm Sheriff Woody. Is the upside making $16 million, a total of $43 million on a $37.5 million budget. Okay. Uh, number three, Dragon Ball Super Broly. Never heard of it. Made ten million, a total of twenty-one million on an eight point five million dollars. So Dragon Ball Super. It's, uh, I guess the Dragon Ball Z guys. Yeah, I'm assuming it's. It uh, was made. This movie was made like eight years ago. So it and it's finally coming to America. Mm-hmm. And they were expecting it to make like I don't know half a million, and it made ten million dollars this weekend. And they said they were shocked by this, the studio. So good for them. Good for them. They don't realize how popular Dragon Ball Z. I guess not. Whatever Dragon Balls are, they have. <laughs> they don't realize how popular God. their Dragon Balls are. How would you? Uh, do you cup the Dragon Balls? Probably. Okay, just asking. Cradle very, a little. Very carefully. <laughs> Put them in a nice velvet sack. Oh, okay. I let mine just hang free. Oh, you don't treat your Dragon Balls right at all. Oh, they got to breathe. Rub some gold on them. <laughs> coming in four this week, Aquaman. <laughs> coming! <laughs> Aquaman made $10 million, a total of $304.5 million on a $75 million budget. And in fifth place, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, the Oscar-nominated film, made $7 million, a total of $158 million. On a $90 million budget. This movie should be up for Best Picture. Not just Best, best Animated. Well, it's, but gonna, it's not. It's not. It's going to win. Best Animated? It should. I don't know. I've only seen two of the nominees. but uh, it, I'm, I'm glad that it's making some more money because it should be making a lot more money than $158 million, But that's okay. That's okay. Uh, I want to see more of these. Yes, I would like to see more also. What else we got? Upcoming January 25th, 2019, we have The Kid Who Would Be King. A band of kids embark on an epic quest to thwart a medieval menace. That's it. It's pretty much a updated version of The Sword and the Stone. It looks bad. I thought it looked fun. I'm not going to go pay see it in the theater or anything, but if I'm flipping through HBO and it's on, I might watch it. Okay. And also... Serenity again? They're re-releasing this? They're re-releasing it, I guess. Or there's a with new, a new cast. Or it's a completely different movie with uh, Matthew McConaughey. Oh, right. is that who's in it? Yes. The mysterious past of a fishing boat captain comes back to haunt him when his ex-wife tracks him down with a desperate plea for help, ensnaring his life in a new reality that may or 
or not, may not be all that it seems. This this trout is atta- is stalking me. Please go get him. I think they probably release Cthulhu. I would pay to see that. But Matthew McConaughey, Anne Hathaway, Diane Lane, uh, Demon Ooh. Hansu, Jason Clark. We haven't had a good fishing movie for a while, so that's good. Is there a montage where he's playing pool at a party that he's hosting and he decides he's got to go drive his Lincoln? Probably. And leave the party. What's time like? The ocean is a flat circle. <laughs> is everything a flat circle to you? Time. Even the super blood wolf moon. Hey, that was pretty cool. Did that you was see that? Cool. That was cool. I didn't see it because it was cloudy out last night. No, it was clear. It was last night. I thought it was two Sunday nights ago. Two, two oh, nights ago. It was perfectly clear. It was. Then I looked a night too early. <laughs> Were you, you have to move your, You have to move your blinds out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> I looked out the window and didn't see anything. That was a mirror, Jeff. Open the blinds, Jeff. <laughs> oh. oh. Oh, <laughs> everything looks foggy. Those are shears. Move those out of the way, too. <laughs> well, then I did not see the super blood. Did well, you open your eyes? Pretty cool. And even the one last night was pretty impressive, too. <clears throat> impressive. Impressive. Most impressive. Um, yeah, that's what's upcoming. Uh, buy or sell. Uh, we currently have the stock of Bruce Willis at $32.06. In comparison, Brian Cranston's at thirty five fifty three. Would you buy or sell Bruce Willis stock? Sell. Sell. I'm gonna buy. I think that's low. I think he's pretty low at the moment. I think, I think that's low enough and up. he's gonna have something coming up before yeah. his no more glass done. movies. He's done with this universe is what uh well, M Knight said. That's fine. He'll do another die hard yeah, sometime. I'll do something. Or or here's kind of interesting uh I saw an article about uh, does Bruce Willis not get enough as respect that he should as an actor? No, he's fine. no, he gets what he deserves. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. yeah, he's been in a lot of good movies and he does play a lot of good roles. He's though. been in a handful of good movies and plays a lot of roles. Top five <clears throat> Bruce Willis <laughs> films next week. Okay. <laughs> Die Hard One, Die Hard Two, Looper. I would only think I have Die Hard Two. Hudson Die Hard with Hawk. a Vengeance is better than Die Hard Two. Di- Hudson Hawk. The last Boy Scout. There you go. Speaking we just did our di- top five. Speaking Paul of Die Hard you know, with Paul a Vengeance, Fiction. Samuel Jackson, $115.87. Yeah, compare that to Hugh Jackman, Jackson and Jackman. Ooh, that sounds like a bad law firm. Hack- <laughs> Hackney? Well done. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And Hugh Jackman at one fifteen seventy nine. Sam Jackson at one fifteen eighty seven. I will sell Hugh Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I will sell Hugh Jackson too. <laughs> I will sell Hugh Jackson. And I saw an article. I know this is weird for you guys to actually see articles, mm-hmm. but uh, no, that uh, James McAvoy loves sitting in interviews with Samuel L. Jackson because I guess Samuel L. Jackson has a uh, habit of calling out bad reporters. Oh, oh yeah. yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> McAvoy's like, ah, he loves doing interviews with Jackson because yeah. of that. Oh God! The the time the I think I think it was even a guy out of L.A. asked him about oh, I can't the remember. commercial a commercial about like for something I can't even remember what it was but it was something uh, a Lawrence Fishburne commercial. Yeah. Oh, and Sam yeah. Jackson was like, "Do you think I'm Lawrence Fishburne?" Like and he's like, "Oh no!" It's like we don't all look alike, and he's like berating this reporter's trying to ask I another will put question. this up on our website because it is hilarious it, yeah it was from about five six years ago and uh yeah Samuel L. Jackson and he's like are you the entertainment reporter apparently 
Actually, Jason should be buying Hugh Jackson because he's interviewing to be the offensive coordinator with your Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> I know he is. <laughs> and Marvin Lewis was interviewing for the defensive coordinator position. That would be cool. No. I think uh, that would be no, great. Arizona, you could have him. Did they get him? Before. Yeah, they, it wasn't Marvin. Marvin hasn't really – won't have a job. That was the rumor is that they were looking at him. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, God, he at one fifteen for Sam Jackson. That's that's kind of high, but I think that's viable. Still. I'm selling. I think it's I think it's viable because there's going to be some because uh, he does sh- shit all the time. Uh, he's Sp- going to be in the new Spider Man, apparently. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm back to buying. Uh, <laughs> Even though he's dead in the universe, so Spider Man. I know. <laughs> uh, and James McAvoy <laughs> at one oh four and a quarter. Electro? Com- you talking about Electro? <laughs> Comparison to Sebastian Stan at one twelve ninety three. That's a little high for Sebastian Stan, considering all he's got is the Marvel movies. It's Bucky. Yeah, without uh, Bucky. I'll buy James McAvoy. You just like because he's Professor X. Oh, no, those movies are horrible. <laughs> um, I think James McAvoy is a great actor. 104 might be a little high. I think but 104 is a little too high. I will... He's got Dark Phoenix coming out. Yeah, I think I'll wait till after Dark Phoenix <laughs> when that flops. Then I'll buy James McAvoy. Did you see New Mutants? Uh, they oh. might be just moving it to Hulu. The movie. I don't have Hulu. <laughs> it was on my most wanted to see list because there wasn't a whole lot next yes. year, and now it's a Hulu movie, and I can't even see it then. But just steal Jason's password. Yeah, I don't have Jason Hulu. doesn't have Hulu either. Oh, find somebody has Hulu and steal their password. So if anybody wants to accidentally drop their password, you can send me a private <laughs> message at HobiePod on Twitter. Because everyone carries their Hulu password around in their wallet. <laughs> or send it into listener feedback for next week. <laughs> and then everybody gets it. You get a Hulu password. You get a Hulu password. You get a red panda. <sighs> I sent my Hulu password to Hobie. Now it's been blocked. <laughs> I think it's time for top five. <laughs> that music means it's time for top five. Top five. No, 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 Top five. From the best episode ever. Best episode ever. Oh, I got to get my top five. Top five this week is top five favorite Ted dancing roles. Courtesy of number one fan, Doug. Uh, thank you. If you have a top five you want us to do, oh. send it on in. Ted, what do you got? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Did Jeff lose yours? I hope not. Did you lose it? Oh, there it is. Oh, okay. Blake, what's your number five? My number five? Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, the number five, Ted Danson role. I think this was probably one of his uh, best early appearances ever. Okay. And it's uh, Injured Man on Stretcher, Trapper John M.D., one episode, 1979. All right. <laughs> I like it. That was my number one. <laughs> <laughs> I did not have that on my list. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Jim, what's your number five? Um, minor role is a fallen angel in the Prophecy 2. <laughs> I really hope Ted Danson's <laughs> listening to this. <laughs> Um, (laughs) (laughs) mine is, uh, my number five is the 1993 Friars Roast of Whoopi Goldberg. (laughs) That was the moment. Stop, just stop, (laughs) stop. No, come on. No, seriously. That was the moment where truly we found out 
that even in satire, you are not allowed to go blackface. (laughs) (laughs) I have uh, John Becker, and Becker has number five? (laughs) Oh, that was my number three. Was it? Yes. I liked liked Becker enough. It was enjoyable. Uh, I liked the character of Becker. The show wasn't too good. Correct. But I liked how it was, uh, you know, different take from Ted Danson from what we're used to from him. Correct. Uh, What's your number four, Jeff? Oh, my number four, I'm sorry, is Harry Wentworth from Creepshow. Uh, when Leslie Nielsen is the bad guy and he buries Ted Danson alive. And uh, basically it's Leslie Nielsen as yeah. a serial killer. That's my number three. I love that. Creep I love show. that. That was my favorite story of the Creepshow movie. Something to tide you over. Yep. Uh, uh, number four, Jeff? My number four is uh, the Smirnoff vodka commercials. That's my honorable mention. <laughs> I think he does a great job in those commercials, yep. and it was good job for... I hope it's Smirnoff. I got the right company here uh, for hiring him. I just had vodka commercials. Uh, Jim, what's number four? My number four is uh, on Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Uh, he plays the neighbor, <laughs> uh, a guy who buys uh, Carl the neighbor's house. <laughs> does he play himself? Uh, yes, he plays himself. Okay. Uh, number four, <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Blake, number four. Number four. Uh, two episodes as Major Collins in 1979's The Amazing Spider-Man. I did see that. <laughs> I always put that. Yeah, that had uh, uh, Hammond, that uh, Hammond kid from The Sound of Music. John Hammond? Yeah, He's from The Frederick. Sound of Music? Yeah, didn't Frederick. Yeah, the Spider-Man. The, the guy Frederick. who I always thought was Parker Stevenson until about four years ago? Yes. Wasn't yes. that Parker okay. Stevenson? No. No. <laughs> oh, I thought it. I thought you were being funny. It was Parker. I thought. No, no. Oh, what's your number three? Oh, that was uh, Creep Show. That was Henry. Oh, that's Jim. My number three. It's not really a television role or anything, but he's the owner of Verotic, an adult-oriented comic book company. Why do I feel like you're picking the wrong Ted Danson? Oh, Ted Danson. Yes, I think Glenn Danzig. <laughs> Well, at least it's not side dishes. <laughs> yeah, Glenn Danzig, right? I think it would be better if Ted Danzig was enjoy, uh, owning an adult comic book. Uh, number three, Je- Jeff? Oh, well, my number three was Becker, but I'm changing it to Bored to Death. Okay. I, I haven't seen that yet, but I really want to <laughs> see that show. So, I mean, it's him and like Zach Galifianakis and Jason Schwartzman. So it looks like it should be a good show. So I want it to be Mr. Danson, you can uh, email us at hobiepod at gmail for any complaints. What's their complaints? Uh, number three is my... Is oh, he did two seasons of Bored to Death. I, I know he did. Oh. Calm down. Why would he complain? I just like that you picked it, even though you've never seen it. <laughs> uh, number three for me is Arthur Frobisher, Frobisher from Damages, uh, the Glenn Close to show. I haven't seen that one. He either. is evil in it and very well done. Oh, he plays evil. Maybe I should watch that. Maybe that'll tie for my number three. The series got... Wasn't as good like as it went on, but he his character was really good in it. Uh, number two for me is Sam Malone from Cheers. What's that show? Cheers. About what? Uh, library. Okay. Oh, he's uh, a librarian. Yes, a librarian. He lost the R. <laughs> he's from Liberia. <laughs> yes, the the R ended up in Warsh. <laughs> uh, my number two is I hate you guys. Uh, as DB in uh, CSI. I think he really stabilized. Uh, CSI after the Lawrence Fishburne era, which wasn't too good. So he came in and... Was that 
the show and and the show itself and the uh, uh, the lab that they work in, in within the show and C- and CSI Cyber. No, he was good in CSI Cyber. <laughs> Nobody else was. He also was in an episode of CSI New York and CSI Miami. How do you keep all the CSI TV shows separate from one another? Same way you do with the LA, the uh, uh, Chicago and CIS, CIS, the Law and Order, in the Law and Order. Let's but see. That was my number two. Uh, number two, Jim. Uh, my number two, uh, Glenn Danzig rolls as well as a founding member of the Misfits. That was my number two. <laughs> uh, number two, Blake. Do you know what the Misfits are, Jason? They're a band. Oh, good. I was about to say, no, they're not Muppets. Oh. <laughs> my number two uh, probably is uh, best role that I liked as a cameo. Uh, Major D in Beastie Boys is make some noise and fight for your right. Mm-hmm. He was in that. What's your number one, Blake? <laughs> number one has yet to be made, but when he does it, it'll be number one. The toupee commercial. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Jim, number one? Uh, my number one is uh, Danzig and the Mother 93 uh, song. The song. The song, Mother. From the ni- Mother! Mother. <laughs> Tell your children not to walk this way. I just or killed a man. <laughs> no. <laughs> number one, Chad. But not as good as his Mater D appearance. <laughs> my, my number one is Michael in The Good Place. Uh, I figured that was going to be your number one. It's going to be number one. It's an excellent show, and more people should be watching it. Uh, my number one is John Tremont. He was the son in the movie Dad. Uh, I really liked that movie. So, And he did a really good job in it. It showed that he wasn't just a serious uh, comedic actor. I mean, you didn't you, like You him were either. wrong, Jim. Glenn Danzig wasn't in Dad. It was Ted Danson. Oh, my bad. He asked me on the way over. <laughs> you didn't like Three Men and a Baby? No. What about Three Men and a Little Lady? Uh, my wife did say that her top five is Three Men and a Baby. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, and I'm sure you're all going to make fun of me for that. And I said, well, what about Three Men and a Little Lady? She goes, no, that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> so that was her list. Uh, top five listener picks. You know, he does, and have, I w- he does have probably one of the best toupees. In he Hollywood. does. He does. And I wanted to say Fargo, the TV show. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it. Still so put that's it on number three. I number tied three. at number three for me. Uh, listener picks from Stork, Episodic Geek. I've seen a combined 30 seconds as I was flipping channels of three men and whatever atrocity he was in with Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> Cheers, of course. Maybe five minutes of Becker and Gulliver's travels combined. And as himself on Curb a couple episodes. So that's my list, I guess. <laughs> Thanks, Episodic. Uh, Kevin at Cincy Explorer had Pontiac Moon. Number four, The Good Place. Number three, Saving Private Ryan. Number two, Becker. And number one, Cheers. Uh, out no, no. Cheers, duh. Duh. Uh, ironically... I, I don't remember Glenn Danzig in any of these roles. <laughs> <laughs> from Al Norton, from Two Tivos to Paradise. Uh, great, great Facebook page. Uh, he had uh, The Good Place, Cheers, Fargo, Damages, and Laverne and Shirley. He's in one episode, and it's a classic and actually quite sad. Uh, let's see here. Uh, from Dr. Number One, Saving Private Ryan, CSI, The Vodka Commercials, Gulliver's Travels, and The Good Place. Wow, three of mine are the same as Dr. Number One. From 143 at Breaker 6696, only one, Sam Malone. And but, but which Sam Malone? Because he was also Sam Malone on... Uh, Frasier. Frasier. And uh, Sam the Malone Tortellini's. on... Uh, Tortellini's. Tortellini's is what you're Whatever. thinking of, but I don't think... Was it, was it Simpsons? Yeah. Uh, it, one of those animated ones. He was also in Family Guy, too, a Sam Malone. Uh, oh, no, he was Ted Danson. He was Ted Danson and Family Guy. Yeah. 
He made an appearance on Frasier? Yeah. yeah. Yes. I mean, I know Frasier's from Chiefs. Yeah. He visited. But he, I didn't know. They, they, I never they, saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, from Canadian of the Year, Scott. Thanks for being timely this year. Did they ever have Diane on that show? No. Yes, they did. At least twice. Really? Uh, the one he did on to Whoopi Goldberg? That doesn't sound right. Uh, number four, Creep Show. Number three, CSI. Number two, Becker. And number one, Cheers. So uh, well, Thanks for getting in on time. Yeah. Ironically, Doug never put one in, and this was his list. <laughs> well, damn you, Doug. He's fined. And bad idea of the week. You know, he was also in Body Heat. Doug? Yes, yeah. yes he was. Douglas? No. No, Ted, Ted Danson. I got a package for you. I just didn't remember him from Body Heat, so I couldn't put him on my list. I didn't see Glenn dancing in Body Heat. <laughs> 1,021, going over two hours. We're only three-some minutes over. Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. Addendum. Titles for the show. What do you got? I have a baby, a diaper, and a pickle. Most cream ever. <laughs> you so big. I have that one. <laughs> this is something Trump would do. <laughs> uh, the Oreo you can't eat. And Fiona versus Harambe. Oh, Harambe. Uh, what do you got, Jim? I didn't write anything down. Good job. Blake? I actually wrote something down. What'd you write? For some reason, I wrote, how big is that? You know what? I put that, too. (laughs) Uh, You know what? I bet our numbers would just skyrocket if we put down something that Trump would do. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but iTunes may not put us up. (laughs) What if we spelled Trump with a small T? Nope. (laughs) Uh, Not taking that chance. What if it was Trump? (laughs) Trump. Uh, I got forearms online, uh, hot takes and hot cakes. Uh, why did you say Mary? And how big is that? Well, if we can't do Trump, I guess we're going, how big is that? Change approved. All right. Goodbye. You've been listening to Hobie. Gummy bears, gummy bears. Where do they live? Right down the street. Are they good? I don't know. Eat me. Yum.